Rise and shine, Mr. Charlie. Rise and shine. Not that I wish to imply you have been sleeping on the job. No one is more deserving of a rest, and all the effort in the world would have gone to waste until... Well, let's just say your hour has come again. The right man in the wrong place can make all the difference in the world, so wake up, Mr. Charlie. Wake up and smell the ashes. Trying so hard not to laugh in that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, I appreciate it. That <laughs> uh, was a terrible G-Man impression, I'm so sorry. J-Man. <laughs> Is that what I said? No, you're J-Man. <laughs> right, I'm J-Man and you're uh, Charlie... <laughs> um... Freeman? Freeman? <laughs> I don't know. That'll do. That'll do. That'll do. Yeah, welcome to Two Guys and Their Joysticks. Yeah. Episode 6. Ooh. We've, um... We've, um... We've been good, haven't we? We've been really? good boys this week. I haven't. Oh. Naughty, naughty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, considering it was exam week, I didn't really have any time to be naughty. Mm. Almost finished now, though. I've only got one left and then, like... Two presentations, Woo! you know, so it's all good. It's a sweet, yeah. sweet relief of satisfaction when you finish them. <laughs> yeah, except when we come back, we have so many projects left to do and everything. Oh, it's going to suck. Hmm. Like, school never ends until it actually ends. And even then it doesn't end because we get holiday work. Oh, God, that's horrible. I probably will yeah. this year as well. Yeah. Not looking forward to it. Yeah. Uh, no, not at all. So, um, this, this week we'll have a bit of a shorter news segment. Mm. Because we'll be focusing very much on the games. The game as a The games. Video games. And, uh, <laughs> what the hell was that? I don't know. The my girls. throat like my throat like popped up in a really weird way when I did. I was scared I might actually like <laughs> choke myself on air. Um <laughs> then we'll go into our discussion. Yes. And and we'll finish. I I guess like every time. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> Surprise, surprise. Um, would you like to start off the news then? I mean, or is there anything you'd like to say before we start? Uh, I'd just like to say um, the news we reported on the Knights of the Old Republic possibly being on iPad. Yeah, it was completely true and uh, it's out now. So just buy it. Yeah, when when that game came out, like out of nowhere, I was literally running around my house screaming. Like nobody would understand, <laughs> apart from my sister, who kind of understood it because she remembered me playing it as a kid. Yeah. My like my parents were like, "What is he on about?" I was like, "You don't understand. This is my childhood. Don't like you don't it's get not it." Fair. <laughs> <laughs> I actually have a really funny story uh, about right. how I got Knights of the Old Republic on iPad. I, I could tell oh. it if we've got time. Do we have to? <laughs> Please say it, say it now. Say it now. Okay. It's fine. So basically, yeah, first of all, realized I had no money, so I couldn't get it. <laughs> so um, uh-huh. I then asked my job. I work as a games journalist. If anyone's wondering, um, I asked my boss if I could have a review copy of it. And he's like, "Well, just go ahead and um, email the guys, and you'll get one." So I was like, "Sure, okay, cool." So I emailed them, and they told me they didn't have any left. <laughs> so instantly. Got on the computer, tried to sell something, uh, and I sold L.A. Noir to a friend, Johnny, for a tenner. Um, and I was like, right, okay, um, I owe you three pounds, Johnny, so just give me seven pounds, and I'll borrow three off my other friend, Ellie. So he ended up giving me ten pounds, and she gave me three pounds, so, you know. And then I went to uh-huh. the shop to get an iTunes card for ten pounds. The only uh-huh. one there was fifteen pounds. 
So I had to run down to Josh's house, the God of War, Desecrator of Chairs, and ask him for two more pounds. So he gave me uh-huh. two pounds. So I went back up to the shop to get the game. The shop had, uh, not the game, the iTunes card. The card. The yeah. shop had closed. <laughs> so I went to another <laughs> no shop. I didn't know yeah. if they'd have one or not. And I went in, uh-huh. lo and behold, they had one. So For 10 or for 15? 15. Okay. But, you know, thank God. So now I owe Josh two pounds and Ellie three pounds, and I've paid off Johnny. But yeah, it was a pretty hectic, action-packed night. <laughs> wow, mine wasn't that bad at all. I was like, I, I, I remembered us having some kind of iTunes money, and I was like, quick, I must buy it without like reading any reviews or anything. And it's like not enough iTunes credits. Like, oh fuck, the shops are closed today because it was like past the time or whatever. And uh, I like started running out of the house. Like, mom, did you buy any gift cards for iTunes? And she's like, I don't know, maybe it's like, did you buy any gift cards for iTunes, mom? <laughs> and she, she's like, I think so, because like, Zosha, like my sister bought one and uh, I used it and I and I had to like buy her one back. I'm like, okay, pay her back on Monday. She's like, what? Pay her back on Monday, mom. <laughs> and, and then she promised she'd give it to me only if I like did my homework for the day. And I was like, no, give it to me now. But then she won and I had to go and do my work and then I got it. So. Good boy. Good boy. <laughs> And I haven't actually had the time to play it yet. <laughs> I've um, already um, rescued Bastila, and I was like, okay, I'm going to slow down now because I'm just playing this too much. Wow. So I haven't played it since it came out. Well, hmm. yeah, I haven't I haven't played the iPad one at all yet, but I've heard that it's... The thing is, people were like not buying it because it didn't have real-time shadows, and I was like, what, really? Seriously? Is... Is, is that... Yeah. <sighs> They were actually like complaining about there not being shadows. So I didn't like, you even know what? I'm notice, you know, so it, it really doesn't, yeah. doesn't bother me. It's still nice, the old Republic. Still awesome. Yeah. And the thing that pissed me off the worst was like on, on, on forum threads and people were like, when is this game going to go down in price? It's like, can this go on sale? Will this ever be free? And I'm like, oh my It's just come out. God. It's huge. It's... <sighs> this is the reason there's no good games on the iPad. And this is the reason we can't have nice things. Exactly. Thanks, Obama. Get out. So anyway, on that en- on that topic, enough I guess, of coats or uh, trauma. Let's let's get into the news. I'm just glad I have it now. Um, <laughs> Do you want to go? So yeah, um, yeah. The news. Well, we've got some shorter news this week. Unfortunately, one of them is is rather sad. Mm. Um, something you don't really hear about much in this industry at all. Um, uh, one of the key. Um, how should I say this? Developers, right, of of the Oculus Rift, uh, by the name of Andrew Scott Rice, has died la- uh, this Thursday, um, at the age of thirty three. Um, he was involved. Well, he wasn't involved. He was crossing the street when uh, a gang car, which was being chased by the police, ran him over, and uh, he was killed. He died at age thirty three, and uh, the the he was one of the main driving people behind the Oculus Rift, which mm. I'm sure if you're a gamer, you're, you've heard of and you're very interested in because it's a very revolutionary device. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, well, the, the team said that he, he was one of the, the reasons, you know, they, they kind of had the energy to keep working on it, that they'll um, miss him greatly. And, you know, well, what else can you do in this situation? Yeah. But, um, really sad news. I mean, especially the circumstances yeah. of his death. You don't really yeah. normally hear about stuff like that. It, it was shocking to me when I read the article. Yeah, and the worst thing is that 
this guy had like the best ahead of him. Like they yeah. described him, you know, as as a fantastic uh, engineer. And with the upcoming release of Oculus Rift, he could have really made a lot of people happy, and uh, you know, made something to be proud of and to yeah to share with the world. Well, you know, he still contributed, and I'm sure the team will um will put in yeah. even more effort now in his memory. So yeah, if maybe if there is know. heaven, he'll be looking down, and I'm sure he'll be um pleased that the team are continuing the work he enjoyed doing. Yeah, so I guess the only thing to say is, you know, pay respect, rest in peace, yeah. and uh, thank you for what you've been what you've been working on for the entire gaming community. Yeah, thanks in advance. Yeah. <sighs> so. It, yeah. It's 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 very sad. It's, it's very sad. Yeah, and it's it's hard to to report on things like this mm. as well. I mean. You know, we've got to go back to being upbeat us in a minute. <laughs> so yeah, and that's the worst part. You you don't know how to carry you on. Know, go on to the next topic. Yeah. Um, but you know, these things happen, and you'll you'll be missed. It's it's crazy, like you said. It's crazy how it happened. Mm. It's like it was a, it, it was, was a gang car escaping a shootout with the police. I mean, that's that's really crazy. Yeah. Even if it and he wasn't was just a... crossing the street. Yeah. Just caught up in the middle yeah. of it. Yeah. All right. I suppose we should move on well, before we uh, get too yeah. depressed. Um, All right. So um, I guess, well, do you want to talk about it since it's it's, it's closer to you yeah. really than it is to me? Uh, well, basically, there's going to be a second kind of alternate E3 event in London called e2 is it yeah e-t-o-o -O. yeah e2 uh, and it's sponsored by sony so that's kind of a, a smaller thing for journalists to go along and check out which is on june the 10th to 13th yeah 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 um and you know they're showing all kinds of demos like the last of us and um rain i think was there and mm. lost planet 3 yeah and uh there's developers talk doing talks and stuff so yeah, uh, that's, that's quite uh, indie interesting. Companies. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I hopefully I didn't expect this. Yeah, I it was kind of out of the blue, wasn't it? Hmm. Hopefully, um, it'll start giving kind of England some of their own game events because it seems everything's in America, really. Yeah, I mean, I wish I could go to this. Mm. Um, sadly, it's cool. But uh, is it, it is it a public awesome. event or is it just press? Uh, it's public. Oh. It's it's free. It's free to all to attend with pre-registration. <sighs> That's even more annoying because I have I could go, but I have college, and I yeah, really yeah, can't exactly, miss right? this. <laughs> I I also have to wonder what Sony's driving behind this. Yeah, it's a bit sneaky that Sony are doing it. Yeah, I mean. Uh, I guess for them it makes sense to like get more positive PR because right now they're riding on so much positive PR yeah. while Microsoft is like the worst negative PR you could imagine mm. that uh, you know why not why not increase it right why not give the gamers even more yeah. to 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 give us a good name I guess yeah well you know That's... it's it's gonna be it's gonna be something really cool and interesting and you know because it's the first time it's happened I think mm. um, if it goes well. It, probably set a trend in stone fingers crossed 
Yeah, I mean, the more gaming conventions, the better, right? Yeah, Essentially. Yeah. It's what it boils down to. Yeah. So that's cool. And um, speaking of two, you see, you see what I did there? I did, um, I did. Well, well played. <laughs> thank you. It's interesting because we've heard from Take-Two, the publisher of many, many, many games. Uh, and right now the most... Uh, don't you hate it when you like lose a word? Yeah, you know the yeah. word like in <laughs> other languages, but then it's gone in, in English. The, the most relevant, there you go. The mm-hmm. most relevant at the moment being XCOM, because XCOM is coming out to the iPad sometime soon. The full game is coming to iPad, which is awesome because that's such a good game. And uh, Take-Two said that they're, they're very closely looking at and will probably be publishing almost all their releases along on the tablets alongside console and PC versions, which is awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it's, I mean, kind uh, of like... it's kind of pushing for bigger games to come out on the, the iPad, which is really cool. Yeah, because like kind of like we said at the beginning, the the App Store has this whole mentality of, hey, when's this going on sale? Hey, when mm. will this be free? Or, you know, whatever. And, and uh, without big publishers like this pushing the market, you know, it's unlikely that we'll see a, a big change. Yeah, I think uh, it, it's tricky for me because, you know, I'm new to the um, iOS scene somewhat. Mm. So uh, I do think it's very good that they're trying to expand their audience and um, sort of trying to change. By doing so, they're going to change the attitude of people in theory to, you know, not thinking about, oh, when's it going on sale, as you say, and to thinking like, when's the next um... one coming out that we can buy? regardless of the price so i i kind of i kind of hope they succeed in that because that would make um a lot of other developers really happy obviously and encourage more people to put their stuff out on ios this yeah i mean i agree but this is such a intricate complicated topic Mm. to discuss like the app store in general is a very 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 strange platform <laughs> uh for games very strange like even having spent the last few years dealing with it i, I i'm still not you know still I, I still sometimes it surprises me mm. it's perplex did you say perplexing, perplexing just yeah ah, okay because i was going to use that word and i don't know if i was going to use it before you said it and like i just heard you out of the corner of my ear but you do it <laughs> I know I'm not I'm not saying differently <laughs> like I'm just saying that now I don't know if I, I would have said perplexing if I didn't like hear you but I wasn't sure if I heard you say like it's a very interesting you know psychological what? you know what shame alright sorry shame so um in in, in 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 terms of the ports uh I mean technically there's nothing bad about them right we're getting more games more good games on on a on more platforms a wider audience and you know doing it right unlike dead space 3 which by putting itself to a larger audience totally messed up the whole franchise yeah so um i mean there is some brilliant ipad games made by indie companies what whatnot that you know cost five bucks and will never go on sale thank god but uh i feel like the majority of people and this is going back to what we said about gamers remember a while ago that um Nowadays, anyone with an iDevice or an Android, which is pretty much anyone in the world, is kind of a gamer because they see these free games, they see these 99 cent games, and like, oh, you know, why not download this? So, like, while I wait for the bus or wait for a meeting or go to the toilet or, you know, whatever, it doesn't matter. I can play this game, right? Mm. Entertain myself. So, uh, while that is the, the primarily market for, for iOS gaming, I'd say, definitely, yeah, bring us. I don't see I don't see anything bad about it per se. I mean, 
it's not the target audience, but you know, why not? Yeah, I mean, there's nothing um, ahead of release we can just point out and say, oh, that's bad, because I, I guess we'll have to see what happens after it's released and um, yeah. see the reaction stuff. The worst part is obviously the limitations of a tablet. Like, Kotor uh, works fine yeah. on an iPad, right? Because, I mean, it's not a hotkey intense game. Mm. But, you know, like, say, look at something like GTA 5, right? Yeah. Because that's take two, right? Like, are they going to release that? I Probably not. Really highly doubt it. <laughs> I mean, well, definitely, you know, technology terms, uh, the iPad just isn't strong enough to support uh, the game running. Mm. Although we have seen uh, GTA Chinatown, GTA 3, and Vice City come out. Mm. So, you know, maybe within a few years. But in terms of controls, that's a tricky thing because, like, FPSs don't work so well like if you ask me don't work so well on 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 the touch screen mm. rpgs eh, they're all they're all right uh Arolon was a fantastic rpg on the on the ipad that was great but uh aside from that xcom yeah right you know top down isometric tactical game that makes sense that makes a lot yeah, of sense definitely uh terraria which is coming soon i i, I guess that makes sense mm. Uh, stuff like Minecraft Pocket Edition, although that's not fully as capable as, as the console Minecraft, yeah. which is interesting because clones of it have done a better job of being Minecraft than Minecraft <laughs> itself. I don't know if you... Have you seen it? Survival Craft? Uh, I've heard of it, but I haven't seen anything like gameplay-wise. Gameplay mm, it's good, man. You should check it out. Like, it's made by one guy, I believe, and he just... He, like, kicked Minecraft into the water on, on iP iPad. Like, it's so good. Oh, so as long as the controls work and you make them work, yeah, please, more more quality games. Final Fantasy, like Square Enix is doing loads. Uh, the Lego games work fantastically on, I on iOS. Speaking of which, I'm just about to buy Lego Batman 2. Oh, really? Yeah. Dude, that game is so boss. <laughs> yeah. I'm like five hours into it. The, the, there's still one annoying thing, and I'm going to talk about this one day when we cover IIP. Is Is the IIP in it? It's... You can tell that it was designed to make people pay more than you pay at start, which is the whole iPad thing, right? Like, the only way to make a good iPad game that makes you money is to either make it so full of IAP, yeah, right? Like, make it free and make it full of IAP, or, or make it cost very little and, I don't know, make it be very simple, like Angry Birds. Or, very I don't simple. Know, I, <laughs> Actually, I never liked Angry Birds. I. I, I bought the first one and I played it obsessively because I guess it was hip or whatever. Ooh. I, I, I know, Ooh. I know, I feel first so ashamed. Don't tell my mom. First mistake. Don't tell my mom. <laughs> but I mean, I, I had an I had an all right time with it. You know, like obviously, if 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 I was having a bad time, I wouldn't continue. Yeah. I mean, it was all right. Mm. But then once I I got a new iDevice, I just never bothered to to put it on again. My boycott of Angry Birds immediately started when Star Wars Angry Birds came out. Now I will have absolutely nothing to do with it. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> That's something to stand by. But, um, yeah, no, I mean, there's definitely a list of games I'd like to see ported to the iPad. Yeah. Um, there's a lot that could work. Being... Yeah. I'm, I'm just trying to think of one. Uh, Hotline Miami would actually work quite nicely. More or less. Maybe. Mm, I could maybe. kind of, kind of, it would be a bit, stiff on the controls maybe 
just like all right yeah all right right. yeah fine that one was yeah dear dear esther as well like games like that you know Mm. that would work dear esther i would appreciate that since it isn't working on my laptop (laughs) (laughs) that's surprising to me though like well Well, it's a very pretty yeah like it can handle this is one of the few high quality games on my laptop. do you know what let's talk about it when we get to it yeah, like, yeah, I was like, I was specifically mentioning these games, yeah. but uh, a lot of games we'll be discussing today actually would work on iPad. One of them actually has an iPad version, which is fantastic. Probably, I don't know, if you ask me, better than the PC one, but we'll talk about that when we talk about games. Yes, games, video games. Is there any port you'd like to see um... on iPad? A game that you could always take with you? It's a tough question, isn't it? I would have to say House of the Dead. House of the, isn't there, there is a House of the Dead for iPad. I'm looking it up now because I freaking love House of the Dead. <laughs> House of Dead Overkill, I think it is. Oh, it's Overkill. Oh, that one's awful. I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> I, I didn't know. You asked me for House of the Dead, I give you House of the well, Dead. Well, you give me the worst want? one. Well, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was... House of the Dead 4's PS4 exclusive. Now, now this. Well... Maybe if you hope hard enough and you wish hard enough and you ask the fairies nicely, they'll port more of House of the Dead since they already ported one of them. Fingers crossed. House of the Dead's one of the franchises, you know, I know everything about, so... Mm. Mm, gotcha. So, so if, you know, if, yeah. <laughs> there's also quite an alright Dead Rising. I don't know how this is related apart from zombies, but there's an okay-ish Dead Rising on the iPad. Hmm. Made by Capcom. I mean, oh, it's okay, but... uh. Yeah, it's Dead Rising, so, you know, Dead Rising's fun. Can't argue with Dead Rising. Nope, never. Apart that it's blocked in Germany and banned in Germany, you have to download it over, like, external IP addresses because they can't even download because it's illegal. It's crazy. Like, if you buy it and you and I brought it to my house, like, nope, can't do it. It's banned. <laughs> nope. Germany, son. Nope. 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 <laughs> Zombies. Nope. nope. Can't nope. let you do that. Anything that involves death is not allowed here. Nope. That will certainly resurrect Hitler. <laughs> That's so annoying. Dat mentality. I know, right? Wolfenstein won't ever come out in Germany. Neither will Duke Nukem. Because you know there's Duke Nukem 3D on the iPad, right? I didn't know that, but... Cool. Well, there you go. The full Duke Nukem 3D game is on iPad. And I was really excited to play it because I saw it was free one day. This was ages ago. And I was like, nope. Germany. Deutschland. Yeah. <laughs> they need to update their... Um... Views. <laughs> yeah. Economy. We could go on. Well, no. Their economy and everything's fine. It's just the way they rate entertainment. Like how Star Wars movies are 16+. Plus and... Yeah. Was it was it Hunger Games or like six? Like I would not let a six year old kid watch Hunger Games. I'm sorry. The bees, not the bees. That's from Hunger Games. Uh, no, but there's like these bees and uh, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Okay. Nicholas Cage. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, Nicholas Cage. Should we move on? Uh, We've yapped quite uh, a bit about pretty much nothing. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, that's my bad. Um. <laughs> So yeah, well, yeah, we're we're gonna leave the news segment behind. I mean, yeah, it was a, yeah. Yep. yeah, 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 and uh, we're gonna go. Should we should we go for a break or should we still go while we're while we're fresh? I really hurt and, my tooth. Then. Um, 
Should we just, should we just, just let's just strike uh, go for it. Just, yeah. Let's just go for it. We, we could. We can do a break like uh, after the first three or something or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right. So um, the games or game mm, collection, mm. I guess bundle, we'll be discussing that. Give it away, really. Yeah. Is the. Uh, is the, the humble indie bumble bundle? B- 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 <laughs> I'm gonna humble indie bumble. I'm gonna try that again. Uh, yeah. The humble indie bundle eight. Yay! Woo. So uh, for those of you who don't know the humble bundle uh, company, they're great guys. Uh, they give away humble bundles of games, where uh, you can decide however much you want to pay for a collection of games, and a certain amount of that goes to. Charity, a certain amount of that goes to developers of the games included in the bundles, and a certain amount of that goes to Humble Bundle, so they can actually keep doing this stuff. And all, all of this you can decide how much you want to pay. So you can either pay $1 and be an asshole, or you can pay a million and be weird. So, <laughs> be uh, notch. Yeah. Be notch. Yeah, how much did he pay? 5000 5, or 10000 was it? 5000 yeah. yeah, but notch. Yeah, Respect yeah. the man. Respect the notch. Uh, so, would you like to give us a list of what is in this amazing bundle? Okay, so we have in this bundle Awesome Knots, Capsized, Dear Esther, Little Inferno, Thomas Was Alone, Proteus, and Hotline Miami. Now, if you want to get Hotline Miami and Proteus, you have to beat the average price. So you have to pay more $5. than five seventy four or something yeah. like that. Yeah. So yeah, you know that's a lot of money. I don't. Dude, Hotline Miami on its own is like worth twenty bucks. Yeah, I saw it's, it's, like... it's worth seven pounds over here. Really? On the on, on Steam? Steam? Yeah. Like I'm saying, I- I'd pay twenty bucks for it just straight yeah, out. Same. <laughs> it's worth it. So uh, that's that's the games in the bundle, and uh, we've had a chance to play almost all of them. Yep. So we'll go through them one by one and tell you why you should buy this incredible bundle. And I think there's ten days left. By the time this goes up, probably nine. Yeah. So, so you'll still have a chance to grab them. Yeah, which you should. Mm. Uh, which one should we start off with? Let's start off with the let's let's kind of build up. Yeah. From like, not what we like least. Well, yeah, what we like least to, to what we like most. Right. I call Proteus on like least. On like least. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I see that. Yeah. I see that. Okay, Proteus, go do you... Now, go for it. Proteus is um, a game where you get a nice island generated. I'm not sure if it's random, because I've played it twice and it's come out exactly the same both times. Um, they say it's randomly generated, but I can't remember if that's context-wise or the actual island itself. Right. Like content, not context. Okay, well, when I did it, I random I played Proteus twice, and it randomly generated mm. the exact same island both times. So, um, okay, you know a little bit. Uh, um, so basically, <laughs> Proteus is it's a thing where you kind of walk around this island, and it's in this um, this very nice pixelated style where you you can't quite you know see the edges of each pixel, but they kind of meld together to make. Um, a construct so for example you know um, pink pixels on a blossoming tree all kind of um, merge with each other so it looks like an actual tree I love the style in this yeah, it's, I'm, I'm sorry. it's a gorgeous it's, style 
I will give it that. Um, mm. and, you know, it, the music's very nice, um, and you can walk around and see little animals and bugs and stuff hopping around in their little pix- pixelated styles, uh, and really interesting sound effects when you approach certain things, like um, if you approach a, a, a really big tree with no leaves, it'll play different music. Mm. So that was really nice. But my argument with this game is that it's not a game. <laughs> you don't do anything. Yeah. You just walk around this island. And it's it's very nice if you're stressed or annoyed. You know, you just go on it and chill out a bit. But other than that, there's there's just nothing to do. Uh, hmm. I want to say I agree with you, but I don't. I wouldn't play this. No, unless no. it wasn't. I w- I wouldn't play this unless it was included in this bundle recommended by someone to me for like one twenty-minute session. Yeah. Because when I did play it, it was like I don't know, twelve or one o'clock in the morning, and I was tired as hell. I was exhausted. I was about to go to sleep, but then I was like, oh, I haven't played Proteus yet. So I played it, and it it was actually a very fascinating experience because of the the graphic style, which was awesome. Mm. Um, because of the music, but also I felt like every time I was going to say, okay, this is getting boring now, I'll just turn it off because all I'm doing is walking around this island, the game would throw something more at me that was really interesting and made me want to follow it to see what would happen if I interacted with said thing. I mean, nothing ever happens. You don't really (laughs) finish it. You don't beat the game. You don't kill anyone or anything. You just walk around this island and you do things. Well, you don't do anything. You can't interact, but like... You make things happen and you, you really can't decide to follow this. them or oh, not. Yeah, you know, I wanted to interact, but you don't interact and you don't do anything. Well, no. <laughs> it's an interesting... Okay. I know what you mean. I would say I it's a game. Mean, it's a good 20-minute experience. And I mean, that's essentially what it was meant to be anyway. So I guess GG, right? Um, good job. Yeah, I mean, personally, I would never recommend this outside the bundle. Um, never. If it was like ninety nine cents on the iPad, I would yeah, if, because if was, um, you know ninety nine cents for twenty minutes is yeah. a fair price. Right? And, uh, like the first time you do it, I you know I thought it was quite nice, and um, you know as I thought, okay, like as kind of as you said, as I thought, okay, there's nothing more this game can offer me. It would throw something else at me, so you know um, I thought, okay, I'm just going to stop playing now. And then the gorgeous sunset colors came in, oh, and yeah. I just stopped yeah. and looked around that for a bit. But at the same time, my issue with this is just it, you can't really call it a game because you don't play it. You just walk around. Yeah, but that the same argument can be made for Dear Esther, though. I wouldn't be able to say because my laptop <laughs> won't let me play it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I wouldn't recommend you to buy this. But since it's in the bundle, it's a very nice mm. experience it's a nice to little, live through at least once. Edition, kind of educational on how... Um, graphical style doesn't necessarily have to be realistic to be beautiful i guess yeah and uh well since it's like an indie bundle to see how indies like really offer a wide spectrum mm. of experiences and games i guess that's what it's good for yeah. right yeah i'd say so okay yeah, I'm sorry sorry i rudely cut no you no off. I, I all i had to say was i agree yeah, worry not right. worry so, not thy little head now i just cut you I off do not worry. Ha! <laughs> you know what you want to keep doing this right what's the next game um what would you say is, is next? so the next ge- <laughs> um i was kidding by the way i didn't mean to cut you off uh, well can we just stop just stop okay, just stop, okay. let's, just let's stop, stop, just stop. childish little yeah thing. <laughs> <laughs> what would you say is the next 
not because it sounds so dicky saying least enjoyable, but you know, all these games are yeah. good. We're just saying which one of these is your next advancement. Yeah. <laughs> next we'll we'll level. go with that. A, a yeah. somewhat complimentary. Um, yeah. Mine personally would be Awesome Knots, but I haven't played Capsized or Dear Esther yet. So what, what would you... You haven't hmm. played Awesome Knots either, so this is really tricky. I haven't played Awesome Knots, no. <laughs> um, which um, you, you, you go for one that you'd go for next then. Looking at... Also, like because I haven't played Awesome Knots, but looking at how it is, I'd say it's capsized before that. Okay. So do so tell me you about haven't played, You haven't managed to play it yet, right? Not yet, no. The thing about it that's interesting is, and I have to get this out of the way before I start discussing the game itself, is that on an iMac, mm-hmm. which is a, you know a pretty powerful machine, uh, it was pretty much unplayable. It just wouldn't work. Oh, it was laggy as hell. Uh, it was just unplayable, really. It was the frame rate was awful. Oh, yeah. And uh, it ended up working on my laptop, which is surprising. <laughs> and, you know, without with, playing a game like this without a mouse really takes away, like, almost the entirety of the experience. So I can't really... So I, I want to say this straight, that my experience was altered by having to use a trackpad rather than a mouse. Okay. Getting that out of the way, it's it's a very neat game. I'm, I'm sure I've played loads of games like it before. I just can't name any, but it's a 2D... Semi-open platformer, flyer, hook, grappling that's a word. It now is. Where where you're stuck as a guy on an alien planet and you're kind of trying to figure everything out. And obviously you have a gun that goes pew pew and there's bugs (laughs) that attack you straight away pretty much. But uh, you have a jetpack, you have a grappling hook and you have like this gravity blast to like blast items out of the way. And that's essentially the bulk of the game. It's, It's 2D... Kind of explore, you know, the the, the, the the areas, find some secret hidden areas with, you know, more health, more bullets, more ammo. Uh, so while it is nice, I mean, I, I would, you know, since I have it, I would play it, obviously. But it, it doesn't really offer enough new things for me to say that it is an outstanding indie game. Like, it's well made. The graphics are very pretty. The flying is fun. The grappling is quite cool uh there's a neat little weapon variety it has a nice style but aside from that it's that's all it is a 2d uh exploration slash action game now you see uh although i haven't played it that sounds like it Mm -hmm. would be right up my street because you know i like castlevania a lot i played the Mm. first one tons on game boy but there's nothing you unlock and come back later to yeah but like the the fact that it's got all the different methods of transportation. The grappling kind of sounds like mm. Bionic Commando, which I haven't played mm. rearmed, but I watched some videos on and it looks really good. And, the, you know, discovering new little areas and blasting enemies. It sounds kind of appealing to a more retro audience somewhat. Mm. That's neat. It's definitely neat. It just isn't like it doesn't have the impact that the other games in this bundle have yeah. even like you know even Proteus. Yeah, yeah, I understand. I'd say mean. like it's a neat game, definitely, and uh, you know I'll 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 play it to to till I finish it. But um, that's all it is really. Okay. It's it's nice. It's a good game. I you know, uh, good game. But once just again, not much I don't know. Offer. Yeah, I don't know if I'd recommend this outside the bundle. Right, but <laughs> right, right. Since you get it, since you get it <laughs> along in the bundle, it's a good game. All right. That's decent. Hmm. So now I wanna. Uh, Tell me and everyone else about Awesome Knots. Awesome Knots, yeah, sure. Um, so Awesome Knots is only multiplayer. Um, mm. And it's basically kind of 
a 2D side-scrolling version of Team Fortress. That's how I describe it. So you've got your blue Ooh, guys and your red guys. Each has a base, and uh, they have turrets to protect uh, the bases. So you play as um, these characters. At the moment, I've only played as the cowboy because I played like one match and then went off. But um, mm. basically, your objective is to to kill little creatures that are running around and kill your enemy team members. And they have little robots that come out to try and shield their guys as they make the charge to your base and uh in the long run destroy their base before they destroy yours and um so yes sorry yes. so is it is it kind of like league of legends ish except 2d uh yeah in a way it is side yeah. all right okay and uh, you have to kill guys to unlock coins and health coins buy you new weapons so you can get dynamite and increase and upgrade the power of your dynamite and how many sticks you throw. Um, and, you know, you, you can... It's, it's hard to talk about this because I've only played one match. <laughs> um, <laughs> I gotcha, don't worry. You can play as a load of different characters, of none of which I have seen their abilities and weapons, <laughs> but there you go. Uh, but uh-huh. It's nicely voice acted. The art style's very cartoonish and... Uh, would appeal to fans of animation and uh, animated cartoon series and stuff. I know that there's plenty of DLC for this game. It's like six euro a character. Yeah. Well, um, in this kind bundle, you do get a free piece of exclusive DLC called the Cluck mm. costume, which is basically just a chicken outfit. Um, no, I can, it's nicer than nothing. Yeah, it's, it's a nice little um, addition to the bundle. Mm. Mm. Uh, but yeah, I... It's just a straight-up side-scrolling shooter, really, and uh, obviously I haven't played much of it, as I've said, about three times, Mm. so I can't really comment on how fun the online experience is, but um, looking forward to playing it again, I have to be honest. Um, Yeah, we should play it together. Yeah, yeah, definitely. uh, Sometime soon. I mean... Because I've heard... Sorry, yeah? uh, Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, I've, um, I've only scratched the surface. There could be a ton more content in there that i haven't seen but this is just what i've seen so far mm. because like thing is i've heard about this game plenty of times from all kinds of different uh youtubers or you know like people interested in games mm. and i was going to buy it many many times and then i've always ended up buying something else instead so just based on what i've heard about it i'm really happy that this game is included in the bundle oh yeah definitely i mean it's it's nice to have a multiplayer title because we've got a whole lot of single player stuff uh, in the mm. bundle, so it's good to have something we can play with our friends as well, and you know we can play together sometime. Yeah, yeah, definitely, and uh, yeah, I look forward to playing this because I've heard so much about it, and it just looks really mm. neat from what I've seen. It's very polished, I have to say. The animation and art style and voice acting is all very mm. impressive for a uh, for an indie game. Hmm. All right. Well, awesome. Yeah. We'll we'll play that soon. Cool. Looking forward to it. So. So that leaves us with four games, right? Yes, it do. This is where it gets tough. Yeah, because these... These are, these all, are good. all good. Well, they are. All of them are good, but these are especially good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah these are games that I'd spend at least 10 bucks on mm. each. Uh, would you, it's basically down to where you'd put Dear Esther. Because... Yeah, I know. Because, I know. <laughs> you know, I rate all of these pretty equally with only slight advances on each other. I'd say after Awesome Knots. Okay. 
So why don't you... Comes... You... According to me, uh, after yeah. Awesome Knots, comes... Oh, Thomas was alone, I'd have to say. Right, okay. Okay. Now, this game really surprised me. Mm, me too. I've seen this game everywhere on the Apple App Store, on the Steam Store, people talking about it on forums, people saying, oh, this game is great. And uh, looking at screenshots of it, I was always like, nah, <laughs> no. You know, like, I, I don't know why. I guess it was kind of jerky of it's me. It's because it, it I, looks I, I never very, thought. very, very simple. I think that's why. Yeah, it's 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 black levels. Well, uh, the 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 parts you can walk on in interactive are all black. It's like the walls, the floors, and stuff, and the, the backgrounds are very simplistic. And you play as a bunch of squares and rectangles. And I always thought, like, why would you play? Like, there's there's probably like better platformers out there. Why would you why would you play this? And then since it was in the bundle, I was like, all right, well, people have hyped this game up, so you know, it's it's nice. I'll, I'll get to play it. I'll 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 better my judgment. And after like 10, 15 minutes, I was in love. This <laughs> game is so good. Yeah. Um, it's, it's hard to say why. It's the story and the narration in it really helped this game in so many different ways. Yeah. Well, um, just for the viewers, the story is basically um, each of the blocks and squares. You did it again, by the way. What did I do? Cut you off. Said viewers. No, said viewers. <laughs> Oh! <laughs> Listeners, I always, every time I do this, it's like a disease. It's okay. Shh, no tears, only sweet dreams now. It's all right. Uh, okay. For the, for the <laughs> Sorry, listeners, keep going. Sorry. <laughs> thanks for pointing it out so I can rage more. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. God, just, never just leave just me be. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be quiet now. Good boy. Talk to our viewers about the story. I'm not sure if you're trying to be ironic or <laughs> just taking the mick out of me, but, you know. <laughs> Less than three. Mm. So, for the listeners, I will tell you the story. <laughs> Each of the blocks is like an AI in a game development. It's kind of like the, the whole theme of it is that this is a game that was developed and then dropped because mm. the developer had a bad conference or something and everyone laughed at him. And then the particles, not particles, what am I all about? The AI, <laughs> right. the AI pixels, that was what I was looking for. The AI pixels mm. kind of come alive and um, start trying to make their way through what's left of the game and um, try and find some kind of purpose for them to exist. Yeah, and... Uh... The, did you know that there was going to be more than one character in this game? Because I didn't. Uh, yeah, yeah, I did. You did? All right. So, well, the game is called Thomas Was Alone, and you start off playing as a square Thomas, who controls fairly like any other platforming character really does, you know, that you can walk left, right, and jump. And fall. And you get Thomas. <laughs> and Sorry? fall. He was very good at falling. Yeah, and fall. He was very... <laughs> yeah. It's such a cute story. Yeah. It's it's so cute. You really have to play this this game. It's it's great as a platformer game. And then as you go into the levels, you get more and more characters, and they all have their own personalities, their own sense of humor, their own uh, connection to the other characters, and they're they're so funny to listen to and and kind of watch. And uh, the interesting thing is that you have to beat each level with all the characters. Like you have to get all the characters across 
to 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 the finishing point and they all have like different places where they need to end up uh and you kind of have to cooperate between them to make this happen like use their high jumps low jumps uh, their sizes their their not to say special abilities because there aren't really special abilities in this game without spoiling too much but you have to kind of work as all of them and it's really easy like you switch between them with q and e and then you control them with WASD or the arrow keys or you know whatever you want to yeah and it's it's just great it's it's a great platformer the platforming is fun it feels good and the story is just genius like it's so good it's it's um very interesting the story and you know uh, mm. i remember saying to you like oh yeah i'm quite looking forward to seeing thomas was alone and you said oh yeah it's really really good and i said yeah the platforming looks pretty good then you went and say actually it's the story that's good yeah. And I kind of thought, oh, okay, I'm a little more interested now. And I went into it, and it, it was very good. Um, and the, the narrator's fantastic. I mean, give that guy a job in actual yeah. voice acting. He, sound, he sounds yeah. a little bit like Stephen Merchant. Uh, you know, I really liked him. He's mm. got a really clear, um, emotion-filled voice. And you can, you know, properly relate to where the characters mm. are coming from just through this one voice. Yeah. And uh, I guess this game is also important on a never judge a book by its cover. Definitely, is, yeah. Don't, especially when it comes to indie games, don't don't judge an indie game by screenshots. Never, ever, ever mm. do that. I mean, I've got to admit, like, um, before I watched anything on it, because I didn't watch any videos on it straight away, I just thought, mm. oh, platformer, you know, okay, fine. Yeah. Um, but turned out to be a, a great surprise, a big shocker. Really enjoying it. Yeah. You could kind of say this for all the games, apart from Awesome Knots and maybe Dear Esther. If you looked at any of these games without any knowledge of them, the chance of you buying them is really yeah. low. I have to say, like, however sad that is. Yeah. Which kind of says a lot about but, the uh, indie industry, you know. Hmm. Yeah. Thank God for the indie industry, man. I love indie games so much. <laughs> well, yeah, this is... Uh, I, I was always on the bench with indie games. I thought some were good, some were bad. But this um, mm. hum- humble bundle really has changed my outlook, and I really want to play more indie games. Well, yeah, I guess it's it's a it's you know a thing coming from the App Store gaming, where it's pretty much only indies, yeah. and they offer so much fun that it's you know respect. Respect, bro. Right now, it gets even harder, I guess. Because uh, there's three left. For the obviously, I haven't played Dear Esther. <laughs> mm. uh, but for the two left, it's <laughs> it's clear for me the ones that I've played. Yeah. So where would you put Dear yeah, Esther? Same. This is what bugs me. I never finished that game. Right. If I finished it, I would be able to say it. I've played it like three or four times, and always, always something happened that I had to get <laughs> off it. Always. Is it quite short? And it's then? really annoying. No, it's it's quite lengthy. All oh, right. Have you played it before? Yeah, yeah. Like I've I've tried to play it like three or four times, oh. but I always had to go. Uh, during the thing, and, and I can't save it. You can't really save it. Oh, dear. Right, I see what you mean. So, it's hard for me to say. I, I think I think it's Dear Esther next. Okay. I'll let you handle really? this one, because my laptop can handle the graphics without any frame rate issues, which is a massive surprise, because my laptop is terrible at handling graphics. But hmm. it gets halfway through loading the first chapter and then freezes. So, uh, wow. yeah, looks like I won't be able to play that one. Ah, oh, sucks. Mm. Well, dear Esther, 
The reason I've heard of this is because the developer, the Chinese room, is working on the Amnesia sequel. Yes. That's what, Which, that's you what know, struck me as soon as um, the game loaded, actually. The Chinese room mm, logo. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, if you know what Amnesia is, it is the king of atmosphere in games. Just flat out. So, you know that Dear Esther will be very atmospheric and experiential, so to yeah. say. The, the reason I said it's kind of like Proteus, and it's so much higher on the list, which is kind of funny, <laughs> is that there's nothing to interact with. All you can do is walk. You can't even jump. Can you jump in Proteus? Nope. No, all right. Fine, fine. I was, I was going to use that against it. But no, Dear Esther, it's just walking. Walking and looking around. That is all you're ever able to do. Nothing more. And the game is pretty much about you being on an island and you're exploring it as, as a guy. And ever so often you get narrations talking... Uh, talking the guy, the guy you're playing talking either to Esther, as if he was writing a letter to Esther when he says, Dear Esther, something, something, something. Right. Or when he just makes remarks. And the first thing to say about it is that the writing is absolutely brilliant there are it's so atmospheric it's so well written the 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 vocabulary used in the writing itself is absolutely stellar there are words that i actually don't understand and i have to kind of catch them from the context itself right. like the the writing is absolutely like you would love it this game is i've been, is I've something been told that before people have said to me that i would love dear esther's story and writing but to you, you well, obviously, no. can't play, can I? <laughs> Maybe uh, show well, it me when I come over. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I was about to say that. We'll play, we'll play it through when you come awesome. over. It's another day. So, <laughs> so many days. <laughs> um, so so the, the first part of that is narration writing is absolutely brilliant. Second of all, the, the thing that's fantastic is the actual experience itself. Now, this is one of the only games where I actually got my dad to play it because my dad is very kind of against games in the general, I could say, mm. right? And uh, one day he was just interested, like, you know, saying, show me something that you play or whatever that I might enjoy. And I was like, well, here, here's Dear Esther, right? And he's never played a game before. He, he wasn't really, he didn't know what he was doing. I just gave him the mouse. I gave him the WASD keys. And I was like, look around, watch, listen, look, observe, experience. And he kind of fell in love with it immediately. Like, as soon as the the realism, the the way the game is created kind of just draws you in. And I was... He was doing things I would never have done myself. Like, he was looking at every single wall trying to find writing or, you know, trying to find some hidden message that I would have just walked past, you know. And then we actually found so much more uh, that was there than I originally saw before. Wow, that's really cool. It's, it's hard to explain anything about it because, A, I haven't finished it, and the story is kind of mumble-jumble. Right. You know, like, it, it's very deep, it's very great, but it feels like... Until you get to a certain point, you have nothing to, to back anything on, you know? Right, okay. It's very sad, melancholic, depressing. It feels cold, and, 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 and the, the, the guy feels very distant, mm. feels very lost. It, it's hard to say, but when you hear him talk, you know that something is wrong. And the way... It's it's so it's hard. It's the little things in this game. It's when you're walking across like a, a kind of a, a mountain tunnel, and you see wind blowing in your face, and you can hear the wind. And the sound design is absolutely fantastic. Like sound design gets a ten out of ten without a doubt. Yeah. 
but you see the, the, the you see the wind physically blowing you know into your character and the leaves fly by and the trash flies by and you hear it all happen and then as you walk out you hear him you know either write to Esther or make a comment on on someone that lived on this island and it's just so fantastic like shivers down your spine without actually anything happening the game isn't dark it isn't scary my sister is scared to play it. I'm like, hey, here, play DRS. She's like, no, that game creeps me out. I'm like, why? It's like about a fishing island or, you know, whatever. And it's about a guy talking. He's like, no, it creeps me out. So to be fair, it, I really want to from, finish from it. From first impressions, but, it looks kind of Cthulhu-ish, Lovecraftian. <laughs> really? Yeah, just the fact that it's uh, about I've... a fishing island, you know, moors and rough sea. It looks kind of, kind of like Call of Cthulhu. I see where you're coming from. Maybe, I don't know. I really want to finish it, but you can easily... If if you have the time to spend on this game, you need to spend time on this game. That's just, just flat out how it is. Like, if you have that one afternoon when you have three hours of nothing to do but put it on your headphones, then this is a thing to experience because this is the first game I've seen that I would actually call a full-on visual novel, unlike oh, anything wow. else in the world. Wow. That's brilliant. Where where the story is told not only through the text, which is brilliantly written, but also through simple exploration and not doing anything else. No shooting, no jumping, no clicking on anything, no picking anything up. Pure exploration. And you'll see as much of the story as you decide to put into mm. it. And it's just fantastic. Wow. It's... I wish it worked in your life. I was about to say, you, all you've done is make me more annoyed that it's not working. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm sorry. I, I need to find out Try... what the issue is. Google it. Google I already it have. It should work. No one is helping oh. me. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I've reinstalled. I've googled it. I've looked through the files. Did you? S did you set all the settings, the graphical settings, to minimum? I'll try that next time, but I don't think that's the issue. You should though. I'll, I'll, I'll try. That. Set set everything to minimum. Turn off shadows. Uh, AA. Yeah, turn off AA and oh, the filters. Oh no! Filter but without whatever. shadows, it won't be good. <laughs> Oh, yeah, sorry, I forgot that. <laughs> mm. Well, maybe one day when it goes on sale. Yeah, then I'll buy it. Wait, Actually, it yeah, because I... I sale, but, you know. Yeah, this is the only game I had on this bundle. Right. Like, I had it and I gifted it to my, my cousin, who fell in love with it as well. Like, oh. uh, he, he texted me saying he only had, like, an hour or two to spend in it, and he didn't finish it either, but he said that he was absolutely blown away by, by the atmosphere and everything going on in this game. Cool. And once again, I put game very lightly because there's no interaction whatsoever. Again, it sounds like one of those games you'd rather call an experience than a game. Oh, yeah. But it's... Forgive my French, but it's one fucking hell of an experience. It's so good. I mean, to be honest, like, you, you say it's very similar to Proteus. To me, it sounds like it's leagues ahead of Proteus. <laughs> no, no. I mean, the only way it's similar to Proteus is that it's not exactly a game mm. per se. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're definitely, like, because, especially since you get narration, you get characters, you hear the emotion in the voice of the narrator. Yeah. And the things he says while you walk past them and you see them is, for some reason, so chilling. The way, like, the timing between the sound effects, the, the wind blowing, what he says, what you see, even, is just brilliant. Oh, I really want to play it's it. It's just so good. I really want to play it. Oh, man, try. Oh, I'll Please try after try recording fix. straight away. Awesome, because this is something. I mean, no, it'll be fun to play it together as well. But this is something to, to experience. Mm, cool. And like I said, it was very interesting to watch my dad play it and just 
spent so like because you know we take games not for granted but like we know how games work and we understand their yeah. logic when he walked into the house he like looked at every single window every single door he was like why is this door here like i was like well it's there just to look atmospheric he's like no 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 no, no. look there's no empty frame for that door to be like why is this <laughs> why is this door here i was like holy shit i never thought of that well, yeah. well it's kind of like when uh, i i want to say it's like when we first started gaming and you know Certainly when I played my first game, I had that kind of enthralled interest. Mm. But, you know, at the same time, we didn't have the intelligence to fully <laughs> question everything that was there. Comprehend the position of the yeah. door. I gotcha. <laughs> no, but no, seriously, like, this is something special. Definitely. Cool. I'm not surprised it won all these awards and that they chose Chinese Room to make the Amnesia yeah. sequel. Well, sequel, it's not really a sequel, but continuation of the series awesome. awesome so yeah yo i was thinking should we go for a break now and then discuss the last two games because we'll spend a lot of time on these yeah these after require the break. a lot of time yeah okay yeah. breaky time all right so thank you for listening to the first half if you're not back for the second half well screw you well i don't know I mean, to be honest, so mean, the though. second half pretty much starts right after the first half ends so you don't have time to get away that's true. Ha. That's true. <laughs> In your face. Level up. Um, so cold. But uh, <laughs> definitely stick around because the second half, well, it's, it, it won't be more interesting, but it'll definitely be more interesting. <laughs> I was about to say that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. See you right after Ta-ta. the break. Welcome back after the break. I've actually I feel stupid now, Charlie, because I forgot to mention something about Dear Esther. Brainless and fool. It's actually kind of a big deal because and I'm quoting from the website here, fragments of story are randomly uncovered when exploring the various locations of the island, making every journey a unique experience. And now I can uncover said fran- fragments of randomness. Because I got Dear Esther to work in the break. Yeah! <laughs> the only podcast that. who can fix games while... On on the go. On the go. <laughs> Fixing them as we speak. Two guys and their joysticks. Multitasking, motherfuckers. We, we're basically women. That's sexist, I'm sorry. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, Moving swiftly on. <laughs> well, that's awesome, though, that you got it to work. We, yeah, uh, I'm looking happy. forward to hearing what you have to say about it. Mm. Uh, moving on, there's two games left in the bundle, in this awesome bundle, which has Ooh. nine days left. So by the time this goes up, it'll be eight. So you still have a week. Uh, yeah, that's enough time, I think. If if you're going to buy it after our recommendations, a week's yeah. enough. Yeah, so, you know, that's fine. Mm. Two games, and this is a no, con- no contest at all. This is no-brainer for me yeah. and you. <laughs> Definitely, yeah. All right, do you want to mention the next game? On, on the next tier of awesome. I, I want to do the last one so okay. much because I'm in love with it. Same, I want to marry that game. I love it more. <laughs> you probably do, but I want its babies. <laughs> okay, fine. Do you want we me to mention share. it then? We could share. Yeah, do you, you... you do the next one. So I'm really <laughs> excited about the last one. I know, I know. <laughs> All right, so this is... When I said that Dear Esther was the only game that I didn't actually get the first time in the bundle, I kind of lied. Oh, you dirty... Bastard. I know, but I had this game on a different platform on the iPad. I guess it counts then. Okay, cool. So the next game is Little Inferno. 
Once again, can we really call this a game? Uh, more than Dear uh, Esther, yes, definitely. Yeah, more because it does have game features in it. Fine, fine, but fine. I, it's okay. Jeez. Fine, fine. It's a gamified experience. Is that, is that good? Uh, yeah. Experienceified game. No, gamified experience. Yeah. So, well, first of all, I want to say that this game works better on iPad than it does on, on PC. That's that's all I want to say. Okay. Know. Regardless of where you play it, it's, it's a fantastic, fantastic experience. Mm. But uh, I feel like the iPad version is just better suited for what this game is. And what is this? this what is this game without spoiling anything? It's, it's a fireplace simulator. Um, Basically, yeah. If you're gonna go really bog standard, yeah, yeah. In a nutshell, yeah. It's it takes place in this weird world where every child, every adult, is spending their time playing with their little furnace that is called Little Inferno, and they buy they they buy things with coins. They burn the things, and then by burning the things, they get more coins to buy more things to burn more things. In this little furnace. Bit of a paradox for you. Hmm. And, uh... It's really hard to... There is a story, however crazy it sounds for a game like this, there's a story which is surprisingly good and extremely deep. And, uh... Really we'll caught you... me off guard. Sorry? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, 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 I couldn't wait for you to get to that part. I, I kept asking you on Steam, like, are you there yet? Are you there yet? <laughs> like, now I'm just burning things. No, I'm st it's still an hour yet. We'll be there <laughs> soon. Yeah. But, uh, oh man, this game is something to experience, especially in the dark. I could imagine you'd be... I played it all in the dark. Mesmerised, I'd say. Yeah. Well, you know, it's... Um, it's very addictive, I found. Um, just to getting stuff, buying it, chucking it in the fire, burning it, getting some more stuff, burning that. And then um, trying to yeah. figure out the combos. There's a combo uh. system in it. Um where you put two or three items together and burn them, and it gets you closer to unlocking newer items. I feel like, remember when we, what we said about Papers, Please, about mechanics and story working together? Yeah. This is, yeah, this is literally what you just said, is the game mechanics perfectly back up the, 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 the meaning behind the story. Well, um, I actually looked up um, meanings online, because my personal... Oh, really? Yeah, my personal... Um, interpretation of it was, it was that it was kind of representing consumerism you know you okay. buy stuff and then you just waste it and then you get more money and end up buying more of the same sort of stuff and it just goes mm -hmm. on and on and on and no good really comes of it but um i saw some interesting theories that the game was about growing up which kind of comes into a part we literally cannot talk about because it will be a giant spoiler but um yeah. closer to the end of the game it kind of relates to that and also i saw something really interesting mm -hmm. there was a message about um the games industry and sandbox games where you you know you perform seemingly repetitive meaningless tasks in order to unlock more repetitive meaningless tasks which i thought was was kind of a true ish sort of interpretation <laughs> Interesting, but I feel like it's trying too hard. <laughs> I'm sorry yeah. if... I mean, there's a... That's interesting, because neither of these things are really what I'd focus on. I wouldn't say this game is about consumerism, although it 
it's it plays a part in it. Mm. This game is man, it's hard to say. It's a, I mean, it's hard, I, I, hard I was sure spoilers. it was. Um, I, I was sure it was consumerism until something happens that's a big spoiler, and then that changed my outlook on it completely. I'm. Basically, what we can say about this game is that any people need to play it. I guess, right? Mm. You need to play this, this, this game, and I would say on iPad, like get on. It's like four, five euros on iPad, and right. just get in bed, put on your headphones, you know, get under the covers or put the covers over you, uh, and just spend two, three, four hours that it takes to beat this game to beat it because it is something you'll never ever forget. I can promise you that. Yeah, and I, I guess it's sort of down to what you personally um, think the message is, because obviously the game is far too simple not to have a message. Yeah. <laughs> Games that are like this simple obviously have something to say, which links in again to Papers, Please. That's incredibly simple and has a lot to say. Mm. Um, so, you know, I, I guess it's kind of down to what you think about it, because we could suggest all kinds of different things it's about and, you know, we'll never really know if that's what it's on about, but it's down to what you believe. Yeah. It's something you've got to play for yourself and we can't just sort of tell you, oh yeah, this is my experience of it because you will have a completely different experience to us. Yeah. Um, Two things I really want to say is, A, the game... Also, like you know, aside from everything we've said, it's it's very pretty. The fire, the way the oh, fire yeah, is the made, the fire was brilliant. So I've never seen better fire in any game ever. And like the fact that it just sort of, if you hold the fire close to a bit of paper, for example, it just simmers the edges and burns them a little bit. Yeah, and then it actually like the, the realism and the the graphic of the fire itself is so good. Mm. And I mean, for a game that's focused on nothing but fire, you know, that's kind of an important thing to get right yeah but um i was also interested if you if you can i don't know if you can but without spoilers which part of it shocked you the most um or surprised you or you know had the biggest effect on you uh the video that you get was kind of shocking because it Mm. it completely altered the tone of the atmosphere but i have to say the uh, the event that happens to a character in the game was yeah. okay. what got me the most, and the sounds that happened that um, that played even while it was happening. Yeah, I I agree with one of these. The video. Not only is that song so catchy. Oh, it's a pretty kick-ass song. I have it playing in my head right now, and it's. It's so hard resisting not to like burst out singing it because it's so catchy. And the first time you burn, I don't think this is a spoiler because I mean you burn all kinds of things. Like you burn, uh, you know, like household uh, items. You burn furniture items. You burn toys. You burn foods and drinks. Yeah. The time you burn. A specific vehicle. You'll know what I mean. Yep. That just in, in the first catalogue. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think it's it's the last thing in the in the first catalogue, right? One of the last things, yeah. Yeah. That just man, that, that got me. That got me so good. Yeah. Um Yeah. 
I mean, all that is to say that this is a game I would definitely recommend to buy without the bundle. Without a second thought, I would recommend this game to anyone and everyone. All yeah. ages. All... Uh, so would I. I mean, you know, I love slippers. And, um... <laughs> yeah? <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, I love slippers. And, um, yeah, the game's just got a lot of messages behind it. Yeah. <laughs> what are you laughing at? I just love slippers. You love slippers? Yeah. Is this a reference to the game or do you just love slippers? I just love slippers. Oh, 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 and one other thing I have to talk about in yeah. the game um, is that the increasing progression of how adult the items are, like it kind of starts out with family stuff and then children's mm. toys. And then at the end, you end up burning like cigarettes and a really slutty girl and stuff like that. I thought that was really interesting as well because it it completely got the attitude of the game down as starting out as being something kind of fun and you're just messing about into becoming something much more serious. I don't remember burning a slutty girl. Yeah, you get you get a girl and she goes, Hi, boys, and you throw her in the fire and while she's burning, she says, like, I'm so pretty. Well, that's deep. <laughs> um, <laughs> Hit me right in the soul. Yeah. No, I mean, like, compared to, like, everything else the game does, that, that is actually, you know, pretty mm. deep. I think maybe because Apple is really anal about what you put in their game. Yeah. On the on the App Store, maybe that was removed. I'm not sure. Maybe my memory is uh, just bad. So maybe pro the the PC version is probably different to the 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 iPad one. But uh, okay. I would stay say that the i my the iPad would be my preferred platform to play this on. Like you could imagine how how the the whole finger and the fire thing works yeah. so nicely. Yeah, a lot of interactivity. Yeah, interaction. I mean, rather, you only use the mouse in this game, right? Yeah, yeah. Even, well, yeah, the, I would... even the part of the end, you only use the mouse. Yeah, I would definitely recommend this experience to anyone. Not only based based on the story and the the message and the experience that yeah. this this game can give you. I agree. It was a big surprise to me. My first impressions were, "Oh, is this it?" And then by <laughs> the end, my mouth was locked open with shock so i go for it I, I remember feeling like this isn't a pun based on what we said previously but i remember feeling so cold when i finished that game like it was just like shivers running from my spine and i closed it and it was like three in the morning because i you know I, I stayed up to play it when i sort of came <laughs> out i was just like wow mm. wow and you just kind of lie there and oh man it's it's special it is it is Right, I know you're waiting for this like crazy. I, I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the last game in this bundle is so good. Oh. Charlie, take it away. Take it away. It's Hotline Miami. Yeah. <laughs> this game, I don't know where to start. Oh. <laughs> I'll, I guess I'll start with the basics. So you play as this guy who's getting answering machine messages from uh, random people who will say like, oh, hello, this is Thomas. Could you go to 134th Street and um, pick up a delivery of pizza? Make sure you're discreet about it. So you, you go out of your apartment, which is basically like your home base between missions, so shall we say, uh, between chapters, mm. and yeah. you get in your car and uh, you'll go to a level and get a mask, an animal mask. 
uh, later on in the game you can choose which mask you wear, but to start with you just get a chicken one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Never thought I'd say that in my life. Start you just <laughs> get a chicken one. <laughs> well, and, um, for everything. You go into this this place that you've been told to go, and you kill everyone brutally. Um, you know, it's the basic system is you charge in, uh, clicking the left mouse button with a melee weapon. You can take down people by hitting them or punching them, and you can go down on them while they're on the ground and beat their heads in with baseball bats with gorgeous, glorious amounts of red, deep, pixelated blood spewing across the uh, the floors. Brilliant gore, very stylish. Yeah. You can grab um, shotguns, assault rifles, pistols, um, beer bottles, you know, any weapons you find around and just take down everyone that way. One catch, if you get hit once by any weapon that the enemy have, you're dead and you have to restart um, a stage of the chapter that you're on. Mm -hmm. So you've got to be very trial and error worthy. Um, You've got to be very patient be willing to try out multiple different formulas of killing everyone and clearing them in the room. And uh, oh, yeah. you get you get a top-down view, so you can see other people on the other side of a wall. And you can hold shift to kind of look further around, so you can plan your next move. And then after many, many times of kind of rinse and repeat, doing the same sort of things, uh, you'll finally get that formula. And then you can execute it very quickly, taking everyone down, sneaking around a corner hitting a guy, you know, picking up his gun, shooting some other dudes. Uh, and every time, completely satisfying. It's so much fun. Oh my god, yeah. Um, the gameplay is based around a lot of stealth. So, you know, you'll, they'll be hiding around corners and waiting for enemies to get in um, kind of next to you so you can quickly run around the corner and hit them. Uh, and doors can be used to knock people over when you push them open. So you've got to have... Um, some patience waiting for guys to walk around the edge of the room and get close to the door so you can shove them over with that and take out everyone else while he's incapacitated. So um, there's a lot of stealth, good stealth, I have to say. Like for a game that is top down, um, Metal Gear Solid was top down, but I haven't played that because I'm bad. <laughs> so you so are bad. Um, this top down stealth really appealed to me. Um, as a stealth player, once again, I can say the stealth mechanics can be pretty much thrown away once you work out how predictable the AI is and their limitations. So, you know, at one point, um, there were guys looking at, at a door I was about to enter, and I'd already learned by that time that their reaction is slow enough for you to just run in and cut them all up before they attack you. Yeah. So it's it's kind of, you know, held back a bit by that, but then again, that doesn't take any satisfaction away from the gameplay. It's still incredibly fun. Um, and you feel like such, as psychotic as it is, you feel like such an awesome guy once you just brutally destroy everyone in your path. Oh, God, yes, you do. Mm. Do you want to talk a bit about the graphical style? Dude, I would I would just straight out review the game, man, <laughs> if you can't be started. I, I want to um, keep it equal, because I don't want to just be bumbling on about it. For no, ages. no, I, I think you finish saying what you have to say, and then I'll kind of do a review on it, and then we can kind okay. of both add and bounce off each other, and then just right, finish sure. that off. So just Good finish point. off whatever you've got on your mind. Okay, well, um, the graphics, I thought, um, 
are very interesting because they're extremely colourful and um, it takes a pixelated form, obviously, uh, very similar to, you know, older games like... Oh, I'm trying to think of an old top-down game. It's 16-bit-ish, 32-bit-ish, I'd say, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, kind of like that. And it's incredibly colourful, as I said. You'll see a lot of brilliant red uh, flavours of colour from murdering everyone, but um, also in the background is a very kind of trancy, pulsing, neon soak, if you will. Um, so outside the level, it's just these shifting neon colours of purple and yellow and green, and they react to when you kill enemies or get a combo or whatever. So it's... Um, it's kind it's of like mesmerizing. an acid trip, you know? Like every time you see an acid trip in movies, and it's like that yeah. wavy colour... Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's very that. much like that. And it really reflects kind of what your character is doing because he's going absolutely crazy just murdering people for the fun of it. Um, and it, it kind of reflects his psychotic, manic personality, which I really liked. Mm. Um, the gameplay is... I've. Why am I talking about the gameplay? I've already talked about the gameplay. The soundtrack. <laughs> the soundtrack's oh very, very... Impressive, like it's one of the best soundtracks I've ever heard. It's yeah. gargantuan in proportions of epicness. Um, so it's, good. It's all very grimy, heavy beat, slamming, um, grunge type music, which you know gets you really pumped for some murder. <laughs> um, and it's when you're not in in the conflict of killing people, it kind of takes a slower, more rhythmic beat with. Um, male voices in the background just kind of crying out. Um, and it's got a very 80s kind of feel, which is good because the game is set in the late 80s. Mm. So it, it feels very true to the um, the time period and suits the game incredibly well. It's done so professionally. Uh, and it's it's only by... two guys that made it, you know that? Yeah, but the soundtrack was done by a massive collection of oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. dudes. Um, so yeah, the soundtrack was done by loads of dudes. The main game was done by two guys. Um, Respect. Definitely, they did a massively good job. Holy shit. But yeah, the, the soundtrack kind of adds a beautiful sort of um, reflection on the character's actions, which makes it very special. Uh, and I've seen a lot of people who agree with me online that the soundtrack is one of the most pivotal um components if you will to making this game very unique which it is um and then lastly the story mm. the story is very simple you know you get these messages you go and kill guys um and some people have put it down because of that i disagree completely because it's presented in a very unique way like the um the fact that your character's never named he never talks um it's kind of ambiguous, so you can sort of see yourself in that position, and it reflects sort of what you're thinking, because you're getting a lot of enjoyment from the killing gameplay, mm. which is sort of what the character's supposed to feel. I mean, that's what I got out of it. Mm. Um, and also, the fact that it's uh, reliant on the use of animal masks, and it gives them really kind of light-hearted, normal names like George and... Um, yeah. Rami, I, I think now, one of them was called Rami. I remember that. <laughs> and Tony, the tiger one, Tony. of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Don Don Juan, which was the horse one. The horse, yeah. 
Um, that's really interesting. Richard's the chicken. How could we forget Richard? And Aubrey Richard. the pig. Aubrey's Audrey, the yeah, one. Audrey was my favorite. Audrey, that's it. Start. Audrey's uh, the one that's used on the cover art of the game. Ah, uh, the um, pig one. Yeah. Piggy pig. So that was really cool. And also between missions, I keep calling them missions. Like, yeah, I'm on a mission. Chapters. Yeah. Between chapters, you'll visit convenience stores. So like, you'll go to a VHS store at one point and a pizza parlor. Um, and there'll always be the same guy who kind of comments on the events of the game. And he'll say, oh, here, have this on the house. And he'll give you an item from the store appropriate to the store that you know is free i'm not really sure what purpose that plays at the moment because i haven't completed the game Mm. but you know as you go on in the storyline eventually you'll you'll find that this one guy that's everywhere is getting replaced by a different guy who's a lot ruder and a lot more um aggressive and you'll start Mm. seeing dead people literally you'll start seeing dead people just sat around places which is quite unnerving um and it's a very good reflection of how Jacket, I think the fans call him. Yeah, yeah. I, I now count yeah. myself as a fan of this game, so I'm going to call him Jacket from now on. Um, Jacket, <laughs> who's the main playable character, um, is is getting his life completely taken over by his lust for blood and killing. Um, you know, so that's it's quite interesting. So you know, as mm. I say, the presentation of the story is more interesting than the storyline itself i haven't completed hotline miami yet so i can't say if anything big does happen in the actual writing and and, um, planning of the story but at the moment the presentation is more important than the structure of it Mm, yeah anyway sir what do you have to say about this thank you for the summary i agree with everything you said cool um what i'd like to add or kind of you know say myself is if you have seen the movie Drive with Ryan Gosling in it mm-hmm. and you enjoyed that movie and you thought that was a good movie, this is video game heaven for you, without a doubt, because the game is based on that oh, movie. Oh, yeah. I think the director's credited in it as well, isn't he? Might be. Have you seen Drive? Uh, no, I haven't. It's I'm a really fairly sure. good movie. <clears throat> you, 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 you'll watch it now and you'll probably think it's a lot like Hotline Miami. <laughs> well, you know, I write Hotline Miami so much, it's instantly become one of my favourite games of all time. So <laughs> yeah. I will probably be very biased and go, oh, this is just copying off Hotline Miami, even though it was the other way around. But yeah, <laughs> So on. yeah, if, if you enjoy Drive, it's very much that. It's 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 the soundtrack, the, the, the ominous silence uh, and the violence that all combine together to make this incredible experience of a game. And um thing is, like I said, I'm going to do a really quick review. But before I start, having this game on my um, Mac at the moment and having a, a huge list of other games to play, such as Half-Life, which I haven't finished yet, Half-Life 2, Episode 1, which is, you know, the most important game of the decade. There is no situation almost where I would rather play that than Hotline Miami or any other game other than Hotline Miami at the moment. I know what um, you mean. I've been possessed by it and I just can't stop playing it. That's why it, I haven't played Capsized yet. <laughs> it's so addicting in such a perfect way. It does... I want to say it does what Super Meat Boy does in the way that it's addicting. Super Meat Boy will punish you like crazy. You will die mm. and you will die and you will die. But the game 
can never be blamed for you dying. It's always yeah, your it's always fault. Your you, fault. Fu- you fucked up. So you'll try again not to feel bad about yourself. And that is the way that Hotline Miami is addicting. Mm. Because you will die. You will die so much in this game. Yeah. There will be instances where you've almost cleared out an entire floor and there's one guy left. And you're carrying a gun or a shotgun or an assault rifle. And he's standing in the corner. He has a gun. And you will slip up slightly. And in the matter of a second, you'll have to repeat the whole level all over again because you were shot down, you were beaten, you were killed. Um, and however frustrating that is, however much you jump off your chair and you scream a bad word and <laughs> you know you want to smash something, you will, you will press the R button and you will play that level again and again and again until you get it right. The, the, the game is so simple. This is what surprises me. Like When my sister was watching me play it, and granted I probably shouldn't have let her watch play it, shouldn't have let her watch me play it, but she was like, this game looks really simple, and like it's been done before. I was like, oh no, oh no, I see what you mean, but this has never been done before in any way, shape, or form with with how the 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 game works on a very basic level of understanding it past the, the gameplay. Because, mm. um, I mean, you get WASD keys, you get your mouse, you get left mouse button, middle mouse button, right mouse button, and shift, like you said, right? Yeah. And the way all those work together... Is so brilliant. It it feels so natural. The the it's quick, so slick. It's very slick. Exactly, exactly. The the kind of trigger reactions you learn to have with this game, where you throw one weapon at a guy, pick up another weapon, quickly shoot another yeah. guy, come up to that guy, finish him off all the floor, quickly turn around. There's another guy there. You shoot him down. That alerts another guy. You take that guy out, and you just do this very twitchy gameplay. And if you get it done right, you will never feel that good about any other game in your life. I, the satisfaction you can derive from doing well in this game is unlike any other game can offer you. Yeah. Remember when last week I was saying this about Warhammer 40,000? Yeah. <laughs> Warhammer 40,000 pretty much gives it to you. It says, you are this huge badass with a sword. Go fuck shit up. Yeah, with this, the, game, with this you have to work for it. With this, exactly. With this game, you have to put so much effort, so much concentration, and so much Twitch reaction into achieving that goal that when you finally finish it you you want to scream and you want to go oh my god (laughs) just for you to continue on into the next stage and then probably die and die Mm. and die again um so the gameplay i think is done to absolute perfection uh the soundtrack i don't even need to say anything like you said the soundtrack is one of the best soundtracks i've ever heard in any game ever it's fantastic yeah it's i feel like it almost keeps me playing because every time i die the the soundtrack kind of gives me so much such a high almost that I just can't feel bad and I want to keep playing just to hear more of that music. Yeah. Kind of. I mean, um for me my favorite track is the track that plays um when you complete a level. I I absolutely love that. <laughs> it's so mystic and and kind of enticing that for me the real uh-huh. thing that I want to do is is finish the level so I can listen to it again. <laughs> I, yeah, that's. Um, I mean, you know, that's a really good reason. I personally love the the song that plays. I think it's in the third stage where things start to get a little bit more complicated, and it gets so upbeat and so like pumping something into your brain. You don't know what it is, but it's pumping something into your brain, and you just want to keep playing and keep killing things. Mm. Which which goes into the story, and uh, I find it interesting uh, that you didn't mention the the parts with the. The other animal guys. I don't know. Oh, is that yeah, a spoiler? yeah. I forgot about that. Is that a spoiler? Um, not really, because it's the first thing you encounter in the game, other than the guy telling you what to do. 
might have to true. Stuff. True, true. All right, so there's there's these parts in the story where you're like, uh, you start off in the dark and you enter this door and there's uh, three guys wearing animal masks, or you presume they're guys, wearing animal masks in the dark. And that whole scene seems so... Every time they come up, it seems so surreal, so out of it. The, the things they say to you um, make you really... They, they add a lot to the experience by mm. not adding anything to experience. I, I mean, think... Um, uh, 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 <laughs> I, think I agree. That's, uh, you make a good point. Yeah, I think they're supposed to be his inner demons somewhat because they don't have any answers and he doesn't have any answers, but they're forcing him to question what he's doing. So I think that's kind yeah. of himself questioning what he's doing. I mean, I, I haven't gotten as far as you have. Yeah. Um, but from what I can, I mean, w um, one of the game's main quotes is, is from these characters when, and I think it's, it's probably on like on the box or whatever, uh, where it says, do you enjoy killing people? And it asks you that around, I don't know, one fourth through the game, I'd say. Yeah, it's one of the questions that they yeah, ask you. It's, like, uh, no. it's when Richard asks you three questions. Yeah, and then I think that's Richard's question, isn't it? And then the other yeah. two ask theirs. Yeah. So one of the questions you get is, "Do you enjoy killing people?" And then you get these two other really abstract questions, and then you just kind of wake up in your apartment the next day to to go into the next to go into the next chapter to kill more things. So I I think the story I think as soon as we finish it we'll probably. We'll either be really positively surprised, or sad that it's or we finished. might actually, or we might actually be kind of disappointed. I'm, I'm scared to say it, but you know, mm. I feel like it has a chance to be a disappointing story because this could go both ways. The story right now is so surreal, so abstract, just like the game itself. But the game executes that perfectly. That depending depending on the var uh, variable, I've I've been doing psychology work too much today. <laughs> Depending on the ending, um, will really decide whether the story is, you know, um, up to par with the rest of the game. And I mean, don't don't take this seriously. This game should be played. This game is fucking fantastic. The story doesn't really matter too much. Like it's there, so I'm commenting on it. But this game is fucking fantastic. Well, um, going back to what I said about mm. the presentation, if the ending isn't, you know. Uh, revolutionary or anything special as long as they present it well like with the rest of the game because to mm. be honest the rest of the game isn't anything special story-wise but the presentation oh, of no. it is absolutely fantastic and uh, unique if they do that then I will be happy as long as it's done that way yeah um, I would describe this game as being on some really dangerous drugs that's what this yeah. game gives you the feeling of playing yeah it's very psychotic and um yeah entrancing <clears throat> i mean you play a coked up guy i mean that's obvious from from the trailers the live action trailers they were making for the game you're you're, you're playing some dude on drugs basically mm. um but the the i, I don't think, think there's that, many I think that's games kind of, um implied in the game as well because the first thing you do is get some cookies and i think that's kind <laughs> of supposed to be like brownies <laughs> if you Probably. know what i mean yeah 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 but this is one of the first games that really messes with the fact that it's a game and acknowledges the fact that it's a game and lets you in into the fact that it's a game. For example, like sort of the background, right? Like the first time I heard about it, I was like, okay, so there's a flashing 
background that's floating, you know, it's kind of really surreal and it'll probably hurt my eyes <laughs> the first time I heard about it. And then I actually played, I was like, wow, this, this is very, very weird. Mm. Which is why I'm saying the game feels like you're actually on something yeah. throughout the entirety. Uh, but to sum it all up, there is no reason for me not to give this game a 10 out of 10. This Same. game is a straight up 10 out of 10. Instant 10 out of 10. Yeah, I agree. I would recommend it to everyone, but I don't suggest younger kids play this game at all. No. It's it's a very gorgeous, uh, stylish, special game. And, you know, even um, even the transition between chapters where you just see the silhouette of a palm tree mm. with... Yeah. Uh, dark purple and pink colors pulsing in the background that to me sort of says you know this is very 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 good <laughs> yeah no probably one of the best indie games i've played in my life i'm trying to think of i think it's the but... best i've played because you know i haven't i haven't played that many i've played maybe 15 or 16 but i think mm. it's the best one i've played so far well without giving it much thought uh, I would say that it's it's one of the best games I've played recently in general. Mm, same, yeah. Compared to stuff like it was just funny because you know, like Far Cry Three Blood Dragon, right? That game is awesome, but I would still say that I prefer Hotline Miami yeah, to Far Cry I, I Three agree. Blood Dragon. And um, Far Cry Three, although Blood it's Dragon, so much simpler. Yeah, Far Cry Three Blood Dragon is one of my favorite games because you know it just appeals to me so much because of the uh, mm. context. But Hotline Miami is just. I don't know, I, I can't put my th- finger on one yeah. single thing that makes it special, but it is. It just is. Yeah, yeah, I, I see what you mean. I think it's just how everything fits together so well. Yeah, there's not a single bad aspect of this game, really. No. And that's interesting, because this game will piss you the fuck off. Like, oh my god, I was angry at, at some parts of this game. When, when, you're, when you're maybe not sure what you're doing wrong. Mm. You know, like, for example, the first, it's not really a boss fight, but when there's kind of a boss fight... With the uh, biker in the helmet. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Jesus, that part was frustrating. I the died first about few... 30 times on that. That was the most I died in the game. <laughs> yeah, oh, that part really pissed me off. But then when you finally got it, and you understood what you did wrong, and you beat it, that feeling is so nice. Mm. And that's just the entirety of the game summed up. If you do well, this game will reward you mentally, I, I, I think. Yeah, I agree. Pat you on the back. To be honest, I'm not showing off, but I kind of am. (laughs) I haven't had much trouble with passing through the levels in this game. But um, there's parts that are incredibly frustrating. Like, for example, um, there's a part where, I I don't know if you've played it yet, but um, as soon as you start, you knock a guy down with a door. Like, you can't do anything about it. That part frustrated me so much. But once yeah, because there's nowhere it, you could go without yeah, being without almost instantly killed. Spotted. Uh-huh. And um, that part was really frustrating, but once I completed it, you know, fist pumped myself and uh, yeah. I was like, yeah! And, uh, yeah, holy shit, you feel like a boss. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. do feel so cool. And especially when you manage to link everyone in the level into a single co- kill combo. That's nice. I, I didn't know. do that. Yeah, <laughs> I I nice. did that on on one part. There were like fifteen guys, and I killed them mm. all in a single combo because yeah. I sweat too much on Hotline Miami. <laughs> 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 but yeah, yeah, it's really wow. it's really satisfying. 
Yeah, and actually the fact that the game gives you points and a mark on every level kind of mm. asking you to replay it and then replay every level with different masks to see because all the masks the masks affect your gameplay, it's not yeah, just they really have a cosmetic thing. You know. Uh so I there's nothing else to say. If you don't get this game, there's you either don't enjoy violence or you just don't enjoy games. I'm sorry, but <laughs> one of the two. There, there's nothing that I can put against this game at mm. all. Yeah, me too. Unless you get incredibly easily frustrated, which okay, I guess. Yeah, maybe you should hold off it, Johnny. If I'm looking at you. Give up. <laughs> Johnny's right, not very patient when it comes to games. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Bless him. That's actually interesting because neither am I. <laughs> if I get stuck on a bit in a game, like this is something like we said previously, I play so many games at once. I never really sit through one whole game. Mm. It's very special for that to happen. But if I get frustrated on a game, I'll quit it for like three weeks, maybe more, and then come back to it. Oh. Then realize I was stuck, continuously try. And if I <laughs> succeed, I'll keep playing the game. If I don't, rinse, repeat, come back in three weeks. Decent. That's that's what ended up happening with Half-Life 2, I think. I got really stuck at one point, so I just, like, finished all these other games. And then uh, I, see. I was like, oh, yeah, Half-Life 2 was a game. <laughs> and, uh... May as well play so, yeah, it. That sums up Humble Indie Bundle 8. Mm. I mean, one of the best deals I've seen in a long time. Yeah, I agree. Very good. Every single one of these games has something special to give the player, I would say. And I'd say it's worth paying over the average just for Hotline Miami. Oh, yeah. Even if you're not going to play any of the other games, worth it for for a cheap Hotline Miami. Yeah, definitely. And you get soundtracks oh, for yeah, every I need game. Oh, yeah, download them. Apart from Hotline Miami, unfortunately. YouTube Converter game. is your friend. I've already done <laughs> half of half of the soundtrack. <laughs> you bastard. I'm sorry, I'm of I don't pay it. money. Fine. <laughs> I think, oh yeah, one last thing we should mention as well about the bundle is all these games come in several versions, DRM3, oh, yeah. DRM3 as a torrent, as a Steam activation code, along with its soundtracks, and every single one of these games is Mac and Windows, and so Linux. there's literally no reason. For, for you elite few who have a Linux, there you go. Oh, they're all Linux compatible? Um, all of them? I think all of them, yeah. Oh. Most of them are making their debut oh, yeah. on Linux. Yeah, 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 that's true, actually. Sorry, yeah. yeah. That's true. So, uh, yeah, this is such a fantastic deal. It's so good. Go for it, kids. You shall not regret. And, and before we finish off, um, I'd like to mention one other bundle uh, uh, of indie yeah. games that's yeah. currently being sold called the Indie Royale Bundle, which I know you haven't had a chance to buy, and I actually haven't had a chance to play any of the games yet because internet on my Windows is absolutely awful. Um, but IndieRoyale.com has a bundle of indie games, which are as follows. Now, you've probably heard of some of these. Okay. Uh, Primordia is the first one. Mm-hmm. Um, Pressure is the second one. Forge is the third one. Oh. Richard and Alice. And then Gas Guzzler's Combat Carnage, which is a terrible <laughs> name. But that's a racing game. And then there's one game I think which you can unlock, but it's a question mark, and I didn't pay enough to unlock it. So okay. now the reason I got this bundle, I, I wasn't the only games I've really heard of were Primordia and Forge. Yeah, uh, same. N- none of the others. Uh Primordia was a very beautiful, beautiful pixelated point and click adventure. Mm-hmm. 
uh, like I said, I haven't had a chance to play it, but it looks absolutely stunning from screenshots, the pixelated art style. It's a point-and-click adventure, you know, uh, good stuff. And then Forge. And Forge, Jesus, getting Forge for this price of like 4.40 euros, that's insane. I'm yeah. sorry. This yeah. game is easily worth 20 bucks, without a doubt. You've heard about, you've heard about it, right? I've heard for, of Forge, yeah. So essentially Forge is taking World of Warcraft PvP, so taking like, you know, fantasy classes and big arenas and whatnot, and just making it third-person action uh, orientated, I guess. So you get all these classes and they, you get spells and you get teams and you get different game modes and you get put like in these big arenas with multiple paths and places to stand and go through and you just fight and it's fucking awesome holy crap it's three pounds sixty i could buy this i could get it now the indie royal bundle i will have yeah i will have seven pence left in my bank account what do it jeez we playing forge together dude yes get it <sighs> okay fine forge is like 20 bucks on steam i think oh okay uh, will i be able to run the graphics oh actually yeah check that first i'm not sure but i know that forge is I'm sorry, I'm focusing on Forge. Like, I'm I'm sure the other games are good as well, but Forge is constantly being updated. It looks freaking awesome. It's it's basically what Smite is to League of Legends. Forge is that to World of Warcraft. Ah, uh, I see. Good comparison. So, thank you. Smite is an awesome game, by the way. So is League of Legends. Not but a yeah. big lol player, but yeah. No, same, everyone but... else is. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I have it, and I've played it like once, and that was it. But Smite looks really interesting to me. I might try out Smite. Cool, cool. Because Smite is lit uh, literally League of Legends, except third person, and it's so good. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. third person sounds good. Does sound good. So, yeah. Forge is a good game that you should buy, regardless of it being on sale, regardless of it being on bundle. I'm a cheap ass because I got it in a bundle. <laughs> Um, There's nothing wrong with being cheap. I know, and I paid a lot over the average, but, you know, Forge is good, essentially. Good. I love what they're doing. And, yeah, oh, and, yeah, and all these games, well, Primordial Pressure and Forge are on Steam. You get Steam keys. Richard and cool. Alice and Gaz Gazar's Combat Carnage are on Desura, and they're on Steam Greenlight, so there's a chance they might come to Steam. And all of the games, once again, have a DRM-free download as well, so... Oh, nice. Yeah. Go... F Seriously, get this bundle just for Forge. I mean, that's what I did. I'll play uh, the other games, but kind Forge... Of, I'm kind of also considering the bundle with The Walking Dead in it. Oh, yeah, the other humble bundle. Oh, uh, no, I already have it on PC, though, so there's literally, like, no point. But it was all the other games that interested me. If you're interested in Humble Bundle 8, they also have a weekly bundle, which for this week, I'm not sure if it'll still be there by the time this is up. Will it? Uh, um, today is Sunday, so probably not. Maybe, but... Maybe the well, closing regardless, hours. You should, you should check out the, the, the weekly bundle, because this week it's every well, it's most Telltale games, which you also get for any price you want to pay. And Walking Dead, if you beat the average, which is probably like five bucks. Yeah. And that is such a deal. Three or something. I, I remember. That, that is such a deal, man. Holy crap! I need to get that on iPad because I've got it on PC. It's coming to Xbox, so I might get it on that. Uh, on Walking disc. Dead. It's, yeah, 
It's going to mm. Xbox on disc. Sorry, it's already out on download, but disc is more convenient. I kind of yeah, want it yeah. on iPad because it seems like it will be much better on iPad. Um, it would be, but Telltale, Telltale, is it Telltale or Telltale? Telltale. 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 It's kind of hard to say. Just say Telltale. 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 I can't do it. I literally can't. Telltale. Telltale. TT uh, are notorious for not up to standard iPad ports. Really? Yeah, I did play episode one and episode two entirely on on iPad, and it was good, but frame rate sometimes crashed um yeah but to be fair the walking dead is a buggy piece of shit anyway <laughs> oh yeah well telltale fucking hell telltale games are in general buggy-ish yeah <laughs> which sucks because i've never actually finished walking dead and i've played for the second episode seven times now <laughs> and every time something went wrong i'm, I'm sorry I've, i'm not finishing that game i know what happens in the end someone spoiled it for me oh, i'm yeah. sorry telltale you made a fucking fantastic game but if you don't fix your bugs no no because i'm not playing for episode two again fuck no never again i've played for it so many times i'm sick and tired of just thinking about episode two but the farm i don't know no <laughs> okay the first time you yeah my mouth was like farm <laughs> my mouth was wide open i was like holy shit this is good the first time, yeah. The second time, I was like, oh, yeah, I remember playing for this the first time. That was really good. Three, four, five, six, seven. No. No, it was terrible. I was only playing it so I could play episode three, but which never farm. fucking worked. <sighs> no farm in the world could fix that buggy game. I'm sorry. Jesus. Mm. I, I saw anyway. um, two best friends did a playthrough of it, and mm. uh, I was playing The Walking Dead at the same time, so I kind of rushed to finish it so I could watch them playing it. And then mm. at one point on the second episode, like Lee was walking through the barn and he just flew up in the air. <laughs> really? And they, they both just laughed so much. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> that, that just represents how buggy this game is. <laughs> yeah. But it's still one of the best games I've played. Yeah. Re you know. Brilliant. It's brilliant. Game. Ignoring the whole buggy thing. Mm. I don't think it should have taken Game of the Year 2012. I think that belonged to Far Cry 3 or Dishonored. Uh, yeah, I mean, mine was Max Payne 3, but not many people mm, no. played that, so... But yeah, if... if um, I, I expected it was going to be Far Cry 3 or Dishonored, because they were a lot more uh, widely accepted, somewhat. You know why Far Cry 3 wasn't accepted, in, even into the nominations? Uh, it wasn't it out ca time. It came out too late. It came out in November, they're like, yeah, yeah. no, sorry, that's... I'm like, well, it, that, what's annoying what is happened. it won't be up... It, well, it can be nominated this year, right? But yeah, but no way is it going to beat the torrent of stuff that's coming, including Watch Dogs. Yeah, yeah Watch Dogs. I imagine mm -hmm. GTA is going to get Game of the Year just because of its huge cult following. But I would I like not. it to be Watch Dogs, and I haven't even played it yet. Yeah, I think that's kind of bullshit, though. If you make a Game of the Year, then fucking wait until the next year starts. Mm, like, yeah, like, yeah, otherwise it's, it's not the same Game of with, the Year. Um, it's the same with annuals, like the release. Say uh, this year they'll release the 2014 annual in like November. Yeah, I don't know. It's pretty dumb. I, I annual releases okay, I guess, but awards for the best game of the year when the year isn't even finished and the best game that came out the whole year came out in that year and you don't accept it? No, that's bullshit. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah. In no way, shape, or form is that okay at all. Hmm. And I mean, um, I think it was Touch Arcade, who I love as well. They did something very similar, like 
It was a game, Raven Sword 2, came out on iPad, and it came out, like, December-ish. And they didn't, you know, consider it. They, was, they said, oh, it would have won had it come out earlier. I'm like, well, then why don't you <laughs> fucking take it for the game of the year, then? I don't know. It, it gets me. I know. I know how you feel. So, yeah, that covers the games we've, like, we've both played, I, I guess, quite a few games apart from that, but we're not going to talk about those now. Yeah. I might replay them. Um, this coming week, so I can talk about them. Mm. Sorry, so we can talk. So I can talk about them next week. Actually, yeah. um, next week I have something rather unorthodox. Um, it's not a review of a game, but it's a review of something game related. Oh, so are you going to keep it a secret now? I am going to keep it a secret. <laughs> Teasy little bastard. Mm. So get mm. hyped for that. I'm getting hyped. Ooh. Oh, I could actually do this. I could. Oh, now that now now I. I will actually review something too. Um, I love my I'm, car. <laughs> when he shows up in the Expendables, it's freaking awesome. I watched that. I watched that just like a few days ago. When he shows up in the Expendables, I just couldn't. I I lost my shit. I was clapping and cheering. It was brilliant. <laughs> Bruce Willis was there with Sylvester Stallone. I'm back. And... <laughs> it's so bad, but it's so it was good. amazing. <laughs> but it was amazing because it was so bad. No, it was amazing. Like because... even the dialogue between them was absolutely terrible. No, but that's the point. It's supposed to do that. That's what I'm saying. Oh. But it was still so bad. Fine. Oh, My man. shoe is bigger than this car. <laughs> right. Speaking of so movies. That, speaking of movies, actually, uh-huh. that's perfect. Nice one. Nice one. Thank you. Um, discussion for this week is video game movies. Mm. I mean, that's a broad topic. Should we like narrow it down to like video game movies? Yes and no. <sighs> Or video game movies and why there should be more or why there should be less or... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for your input, man. I appreciate it. I'm sorry. Um, how about... <laughs> no, you know what? You were right the first time. Just, just, just... Okay, give me a list of the video game movies you've seen. Okay. I'm going to have to think about this. All right. Max Payne, uh-huh. House of the Dead, uh-huh. Doom, uh-huh. Super Mario Brothers, uh-huh. um, The Wizard Counts because it's about Nintendo. Okay. Um, what else have I seen? Mortal Kombat, uh-huh. Mortal Kombat Annihilation, Mortal uh-huh. Kombat Legacy, sort of. I wouldn't really call that. No, that doesn't count. That doesn't count. It wasn't a big commercial release. Um, okay. Oh, what else? Hitman. I've seen that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm struggling to think now. <laughs> <laughs> I, there's maybe one or two more that I just can't remember, but that's pretty much it. All right. Um, I've seen Silent Hill. Ah, uh, yeah. I've seen Metal Gear Solid. Does that count, though? It wasn't really on the screen. It was a movie. Yeah, but it wasn't. Well, if we're discussing video game movies. Fine. Fine. Thank you. Thank you. Have you seen it? No, I thought we were talking about Hollywood ones, but fine. Oh. Well, I mean, we're not going to talk about like every indie movie that's ever done a video game, but like since that was like a full hour and something. Yeah, I guess. I guess. 
Like, you know, like with actual good production values and everything. Mm. And it was a fantastic movie, aside from everything, you know. Yeah. And, um, I don't actually think there's many that I've seen apart from that. I'm trying to think. Well, indie game, the movie doesn't really count. Yeah. And neither does Super Combine Massacre RPG, the movie, which is a documentary based on the game of the same name, Uh, which was quite controversial. Um... I'm trying to think. What other game movies are there that are good? Most of mine aren't good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just like yeah. to point that out. <laughs> yeah, I've started to watch the new Silent Hill Revelations. I watched John a bit Hill. of the Resident Evil movies, but like after ten minutes, oh, I was like, no, yeah, fuck this. Oh yeah, of course, the Resident Evil films. That's that's one of them. Yeah. Jesus Christ, they're so bad. <sighs> the fact is, they just keep making more. <laughs> what are they going to stop? So, they're so bad. I mean, um, so me and said Johnny watched like mm. Afterlife, and we hadn't seen any of the others before, and we were just mm-hmm. like, "Okay, what the hell is going on here?" I thought this was about zombies, <laughs> so we nope. were, we were super confused. And then I went and watched them all, and it's not and you were good. still super confused. I would I say hope. confused, but I definitely thought it was kind of shit. <laughs> yeah. Um. I, I I don't think I've seen more than that actually, hmm. which is like you know two or three. I'm sorry, but um. So you you would recommend Silent Hill, right? The first one. Oh fuck yeah, that movie's good. Like um, which Silent Hill? It's it's based on two, isn't it? Because Pyramid he- Pyramid Heads in it. Yeah, Pyramid Heads in it. So it's based on two. Yeah. Yeah, and Revelations is based on three, I believe. I haven't finished it, but. From what I've Heather, seen, it Heather was Mason very... is the main character in it, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, based yeah. on three. But it was very average of a movie. Oh, Prince of Persia, I guess, if that counts. The the, oh, the, yeah. the newer one. Yeah, that was a good movie. I liked it. I never watched that because I don't really like Prince of Persia. Really? Yeah. It was a, it was a good movie. I, I People give it so much hate, but whatever. It was good. I liked it. Mm. I'm just looking at uh, look, looking at other ga- uh, game movies. The Mass Effect one. We've both seen that one. Uh, Paragon Lost or the fan one with Mark Mir? Paragon Lost. Yeah, Paragon, Paragon Lost, Lost yeah. yeah. That was good. Ish. My Mass Effect fan liked it, but... Yeah, yeah, exactly. As, as you Effect said, the, the film critic in me was a bit meh. Yeah. If they, yeah, that's... if they could have chosen, well, sorry, if I could have chosen any uh, Mass Effect story to look at in an animated film, I would have never chosen that one. Because who yeah, cares why about go... James Vega? Exactly. Why go Vega from every character? I don't know. That I would have mind. loved to see stuff about Garrus when he was um, with his Archangel gang. Did anyone apart from Vega? Oh, yeah, well, yeah, I guess even Jack in a um, experimenting phase. That would have been great. Oh, yeah. That would have been awesome. Probably, like, M. The fields would have been there. Legion, man. Seeing Legion getting hit and repairing himself. There's so much stuff they could have done that would have been better. But no, they picked they pick James Vega. <laughs> Even Caden. Uh, do you know what? I'm going to put it out there. Even Caden would have been better than, <laughs> than that. Would have been better Seeing than. him at um, Jump Zero with that girl. Fucking Morden? That Morden that... or Thane? Yeah, Morden's time in the... Um, STG. Yeah. Thane. His family. Mm. 
and how everything went to shit. That would have made such a good movie. I mean, they could have even done like three smaller short ones about each of Shepard's origins on Torfin. Oh, God, yes. Torfin, Akuz, and um, what was the last one? Elysium or something like that. Yeah, I think it was Elysium, yeah. Mm. Well, I guess I've seen a bunch of the Pokemon movies as well, if that counts. Um, I'm sorry oh, yeah. That. Yeah, I've seen some Pokemon as well. A long time Some are ago. okay, some are... The one Not I okay. saw had a big lion guy in it, and it was all about dreams or something. Dreams? Dreams. Uh, oh, that was Entei, right? I, t- I haven't watched I that I was one. like seven, so I can't remember. It was the lion one, right? He, he, he was oh. like a lion, and he had a big red star on his face or something yeah, like that. Yeah, 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 that was Entei. Okay. I know that the first Pokemon movie is fantastic, and I still cry every time I watch it. It's so good. Mm. It feels. It feels. Oh. So, yeah. Which ones of these that you've seen were actually good? Doom. Um, which was surprising, because I'm a person who likes an adaptation, a film adaptation of a game or a comic or whatever, to be close to the source material. But mm. um, Doom isn't anything like the game. Uh, it's a genetic enhancement that um it empowers i'm starting off at a really bad point so basically in doom there's demons (laughs) and Uh uh in uh the doom film the demons aren't just like demons from hell like they are in the game um Mm -hmm. they're actually uh aliens who lived on mars who took a genetic enhancement that makes you incredibly powerful if you're a good person but a side effect is that if you have sinned, um, it turns you into a horrible demon creature, which, to be fair, okay. actually looked exactly like Hell Knights from Doom Three. All right, fair enough. Uh, but yeah, like it's got Carl Urban and The Rock in it. I love Carl Urban. He's like your man crushes Leonardo DiCaprio. Mine's Carl Urban. <laughs> is he though? Yeah, dude. I I'd have to say my main actor crush now is Michael Mando. I, I guess, but. Leonardo DiCaprio is, you know, quite a good-looking chap. Michael Mando is a bit scary. <laughs> I like scary guys. Okay, well, f- fine. <laughs> Each to their own. <laughs> no, like, so, so, speaking of actors, I think Michael Mando is awesome and deserves more recognition. Definitely, yeah. He was brilliant. I like Leonardo DiCaprio, but, yeah. you know. But yeah, Carl, sorry, Carl sorry, Urban's my man crush, so I've really appreciated him playing um, Grimm in Doom. Grimm's mm. not a character in the Doom franchise, yet I really liked him. And he had an interesting backstory where his parents died excavating Mars. So <laughs> uh, it's not really a spoiler, okay. but... Um, I was going to say, it's spoiler much. No, no, no. I know what other movie I've seen. The Final Fantasy animated one. Final Fantasy... Jeez, oh, I didn't even know that existed. Final Fantasy something. It was the animated one, not the live action one. Okay. Sorry, sorry. Keep oh, going. yes. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that was kind of cool. Uh, the Marines were pretty, you know, it, it was kind of like Predator in space to me. So that's kind of why I liked it, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, the special effects weren't bad. The BFG was in it from Doom, which is like the iconic Doom gun. So that was awesome. Yeah. Um, and there is an outstanding part where um, it's a scene entirely from Carl Urban's first person, playing a rendition of the Doom theme tune on guitar in the background, and it's just him taking out uh, all these demons and zombies in ways like you would in the game. 
that was so impressive for me and it made the entire film it was brilliant wow all right that's pretty cool yeah neat but uh yeah I, that's the one game film i would recommend the one i'd recommend mm-hmm. from staying away. oh and of course the wizard if you like um nintendo products and stuff although i don't I, I own a GameCube and an N64, but I don't own any of the current ones. But I'm very mm-hmm. interested in the history of Nintendo, so The Wizard's very good for that. And it's got some killer lines. <laughs> I would demonstrate them, but you probably wouldn't understand what I'm going on about. So, is it Was it made in 1989? Yeah. Alright. Uh, looking at it right now. Yeah, so there's that. And uh, the one film I would recommend never ever watching... Uh, to do with games is the Max Payne film. Yeah, I've heard that as well. Because, um, I mean, you know, I love Max Payne. Max Payne. I know. Max Payne's know one of my favorite franchises in gaming. Um, mm. Not in movies. <laughs> so um, it's basically got absolutely barely anything to do with the actual game. It's the most rugged. Pre- uh, I don't know what happened there. I agree. It's the uh, most rugged presentation of an adaptation I've ever seen. It, it very barely sticks to um, sticks to the strings of that. And the first scene you see in the game is Max's family getting killed, which is incredibly important to his character. And you yeah. don't see that till about halfway through the game, the the, the film, the film. <laughs> you yeah, don't see yeah, that till about halfway through the film. So that kind of is a bit, oh, okay, we're not focusing on that then, whatever. Uh, okay. It, it was just... And the worst part of it is, um, my... Uh, Wahlberg, Mark Wahlberg. I actually... <laughs> he's a terrible actor, but I like him. No, yeah, but... The... the, 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 the oh, I'm just bubbling with rage right now. The bad <laughs> thing about him playing Max in it is James McCaffrey, the voice actor for Max who um, has his face likened to him a little bit from the model in Max Payne 2 and pretty much almost exactly the same in Max Payne 3. Uh, mm-hmm. And he provides the voice, which is, you know, fantastic. James McCaffrey's in the film, but not as Max. And um, I, I, okay. I don't see the point in giving Mark Wahlberg a role that he couldn't do when James McCaffrey's already on board and can do incredibly well. I, I don't get it. Obviously, yeah, like, oh, we've got a big cast, FBI. but... And, you know, um, agent, yeah, yeah. He, was, he was an FBI guy, and he had two lines in the film. Both lines better performed than anything Mark Wahlberg did in the whole thing. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he yeah. It says he, he was nominated for the worst actor... Rightly of, so. Uh, ...of the year. The Golden Raspberry Award nomination for worst actor for his performance in the film. <laughs> Yeah, Mark Wahlberg. He he gigantically deserves it, and uh, yeah, they added in this whole bunch of angel bullshit, which wasn't in the game. Okay. So, although there was one hilarious part where Max takes V, which is a drug in the game, um, mm. and just goes mental, and you see him like run into this room shooting all these guys, going ah, <laughs> which was it was really funny. So you know. Guess kudos oh. for that. I don't really think it counts because it was meant to look <laughs> cool, not funny. So okay. Yeah, just, just stay away from that. Just stay away from. All that. right. Never um, watch that. Anything else? Uh, 
House of the Dead is shit. <laughs> it's got nothing to do with the game except it has the same name. So that that kind of sucks. I right? Forget that. It was made by some German guy who was like, "Yeah, let's oh, let's change." Was everything. it over ball? Uh, it might have been. You know, I was thinking that because he's the worst director in the history of all time and ever space i mean just read if we had like time i would read you his wikipedia page because it is full of gold <laughs> that guy is not only a not only a terrible director he's also a huge asshole he's self-centered he's yeah a it dick. Was him. he's a cock he's terrible at everything he does mm. i hate him so much and uh, that's all i have to say never watch a movie if you see overball that uh, overball directed it just don't do it especially it's House not even of the worth Dead. it for the funniness of how bad it is it's just fucking terrible I mean, House of the Dead has, like, sections with a slow-mo dodging of swords. How can you get that from a light gun shooter? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I could go on and on about the House of the Dead film, because, again, that's another franchise that is close to my heart. But I'm not going mm. to, because I will just get angry again. <laughs> I've actually not watched anything he's directed because I'm scared it'll piss me off. Like, he made a Far Cry movie... It has like oh. 5% on Rotten Tomatoes. I'm not watching it because I'll just get angry. Mm. Yeah. He made, what else did he made? Alone in the Dark, Blood Rain, Postal, House oh, of the Dead. Then Alone in the Dark film? Don't watch it. I don't never watch even it. knew don't that existed. It. Don't watch it. <laughs> I'm not going to because I played Alone Good. in the Dark and it's one of the worst games I've ever played. <laughs> even, <laughs> okay. even if James well, McCaffrey was the main voice in it. It's funny, none of his none of his movies made more in box office than they made on budget. I'm just looking at it now. Alone in the Dark, like, didn't even make half. Barely made half. Why does he... He finances it all himself, though, doesn't he? That's why he keeps doing uh, it. Blood Rain. Budget 25 million. Box office 3 million. Nice. It, GG. Does he Blood just... Rain 2. He made a sequel. Oh, wow. Nice. Budget 10 million, box office $167,000, not even a million. Does he just, GG, does bro. he just like making game films? You know what, seriously, Craig if you ever have Fairbass spare time... was in the Alone in the Dark film. No way! Wow! Yeah. That's hilarious. He, oh wait, he made, a, he made a Dungeon Siege movie as well, I think. <sighs> Somewhere, I don't know. He sounds like Whatever, right Just don't watch anything he, he does, because... Fuck this guy. He he wanted to direct the Warcraft movie, and Blizzard just took oh, the piss on him. Yeah, it was good, so funny. They good. said something to him. It was like, we'll never give the rights to you. No way should Especially they? not to you. Something like that. I cannot believe Craig Fairbass was in Alone in the Dark. You know, I might have to watch that one just to see him in it, because that is hilarious. Yeah. He even <laughs> made a petition for himself saying that he'll retire movies if he got a million signatures. Did he? I think I've heard well, about this on before. Well, listen, the makers of Stride Gum... It was just some some gum. Announced that they would give each signer a digital coupon for a pack of gum if their petition obtained the one million signatures. <laughs> That's a few funny. months later, it had like three hundred fifty thousand, and he just closed it. <laughs> he could see it was actually going to happen. <laughs> I don't know, but seriously, like read his Wikipedia page. He's such a dick. I know Craig Krabass was in Far Cry, not alone in the dark. Apologies. Till Schweiger was in the Far Cry movie. He was like the biggest German movie star, I guess. Yeah. But... Jack Carver. Wow. But yeah. Wow. <laughs> so, um, the thing about me is that I haven't seen many bad video game movies because I tend to avoid them. Yeah. Yeah. The, the worst one I've seen was Dead Space Aftermath. Uh, is which that the animated one? 
that's the three D one. Oh, all right. Because there is a Dead Space anime movie which is so good. Mm. Dead Space Downpour. It is such a good movie. It manages to be creepy, have interesting characters, have great voice acting, be absolutely beautiful in the way it's drawn, draw you into the, the, the Dead Space series, have a really good ending, have a really good progression of... Like, everything about that movie is so good. Yeah. Dead Space Downpour, you should watch it, seriously. And then Dead Space Aftermath fucks it all up. <laughs> like, they have worse 3D than I've seen in, like... Like, you know, than I see in games that I'm playing for, like... Like, Armed and Dangerous... Yeah. Right? That has better 3D than Dead Space Aftermath, oh, which came out dear. like two years ago. <laughs> yeah, I'm serious. It's it's so bad. Yeah. I don't even know why they bothered. Why, why would you do that? They, they. Oh, man. I fell asleep halfway during that movie. And it's a horror movie, so that tells you something. Mm. Ah. So, <laughs> apart from that, I've seen Dragon Age, the Dragon Age animated movie. Oh, okay. That was all right. It was okay. I need to watch the one with Felicia Day in it, because Felicia Day is in it. Oh yeah, fuck! I need to watch that as well. Oh, I could have a discussion about Felicia Day. <laughs> Felicia Day every day. Mm. Um, does the guild count as a video game thing? If you want to have a good opinion of video game produced television stuff, yeah. watch the guild. The guild is yeah, it's genius. It's lovely. The the first season is kind of, you can see that it's made on a cheap budget, but then after the first season, there's absolutely no reason for you not to watch it yeah. at all. It's fantastic. It gets better and with way. each series. Oh my and God, the, the so acting talent on it, it's fantastic. And yeah, and, and <clears throat> the fact that Stan Lee, Mike yeah, Morhain, yeah. Jace Hall were guests on the show, along with like, you know, uh, internet famous people such as Dodger or Will Wheaton. Mm. There's just no reason for you not to watch The Guild at all. Yeah, Especially if you're a an MMO player, specifically Mamor, because Mamor, Mamor, because Mamor is as Yancy calls them. Yeah. Especially, you will enjoy the Mamor humor. <laughs> um, let's see. the The Metal Gear Solid movie I've seen was really good. Mm. It was made by an indie team. Um, it was a fan made movie, so you know, I was, I, I always like to look up fan made movies. Yeah. Because, like, like with indie games, really, they bring so much new to the the table, the rotation, you'd say. But uh, it sur- it surprised me very positively. It was a good movie. Mm. I feel like the guy who played Snake gave him away perfectly. Like he was oh, such a good, good snake. Good, that's very good. He was a really good snake, and the, I think the movie's Italian. If I'm, if is I it performed correctly. in English or? Yeah, yeah, it's in English. Oh, okay, cool. But. From what I remember of it, I mean, I'm, there's a part where there's really bad, like, CGI, you know, budget film, all right? But if you can get past one part which has pretty bad CGI, when, uh, I think when they're fighting the, the Metal Gear itself. Uh, the Rex. I think so. What's, what's I, I weird is I haven't played Metal Gear Solid, but I know so much about it. Yeah, see, <laughs> I, I haven't played it, I don't know anything about it. I really it, but, want to. <laughs> but it was a really good movie. Yeah, it um, sounds it. Let's see what else. The Mass Effect Paragon Lost was alright. The Mass Effect Raging Fanboy in me says it was brilliant, but it really wasn't that good of a movie. It was fine, I guess. You know, It was alright. Can't, you know, can't really say anything massively bad in it, but they, they just I think what let them down was they picked the wrong story to do. Definitely. Yeah. In a universe wasn't... With, with so much, you know, bursting with so many different stories to tell, 
Yeah. If they could have done something a bit more interesting than James Vega failing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it didn't have... It wasn't up to par with Bioware's dialogue, I think. The characters yeah. were good. They weren't, once again, up to par with Mass Effect characters. They were good. Mm. But yeah, that's that's how you can really describe the movie. It was good. Yeah. I guess. Um... Final Fantasy Advent Children, I looked it up, that's what it was called. Uh, right. Probably probably the best 3D animation I've ever seen in my entire life. Wow. But, you know, that's Square Enix, you can kind of expect yeah, that. they are the CG The story guys. itself... Dude, they're so... I, I don't... Square Enix should just make movies. They should just be paid to make movies. Mm. I don't get it. They're, I love Pixar, but Square Enix... Like, Pixar doesn't even come up close to what Square Enix is able to make, animation-wise. Yeah. It's insane. So that part of the movie was really good. The story was well, right, I guess. <laughs> and then there's Silent Hill, the movie, the first one, which is so good. So that's about Henry Townsend, right? It's about. See, I haven't played the Silent. I've I've played a bit of the first one. I haven't played the first one, which is pretty awful. But I played two, three, Downpour, and Homecoming. I think it's 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 based on the first and second one, but okay. what I loved was, is it homage? I always forget, homage, homage? Homage, homage. homage. You could say it however you homage. want, I'm not going to discriminate. What homage sounds... Homage, homage. I'd homage, I like saying homage, but homage really? is a bit fancier, isn't it? Yeah, I like saying homage because it's like homie. Homage. I so think like... we've said this before on the we, podcast. We probably have, we yeah. probably have. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it, it, the way it pays homage to the game mm. is absolutely fantastic. Where you know how Silent Hill has camera angles that fuck with your mind. Yeah, yeah, the movie does that. Oh, Do you know goody. how there's really thick fog where you can't see shit. Yes. Yeah, the movie does that. The fog that the HD collection saw fit to get rid of. Sorry. The fog that the HD collection saw to <laughs> oh god saw fit to get rid of. <laughs> oh yeah, that that kind of sucked. Yeah. But um. Yeah, it has the fog from the first two games before the HD collection. It has those fucked up camera angles. Yeah. It just has... Even the moment when Pyramid Head shows up, unlike in the, the more recent movie, is so tense and it's so well made. Just the whole movie, two thumbs up. And the cast, it has the chick who plays Angela in Walking Dead, which, okay, I know people don't like her character in The Walking Dead, fine. I think she's alright. Angela? But the actress... Angela. Andrea. Yeah. And did I say Angela? Yeah. Holy. Okay, I'm fired. <laughs> well, that's it. That's it. I'm leaving. I'm done. I was thinking, is, Andrea. is he talking about the sister? No, that was Amy. <laughs> I, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Andrea. Jesus Christ. Oh. If, I was my, if I was my boss, which I am, I'd fire myself, which I just did. Well, I'm kind of a co-boss, so you're fired. Can you fire me? Yeah. Thank you. Anyone hey, wants a job? Charlie. Charlie, I'm looking for a job. Oh, sure, yeah, I'm running this podcast. I was working with this guy, but then he got fired, so, yeah. Oh, do you think I could, like, come by one day and kind of see how it sure, goes? Sure, yeah. Awesome. Um, when when should I get started? Uh, now. All right, so, Andrea plays in it. The chick who plays Andrea plays in it, right? Yeah. Am, am I doing good so far? Yeah, yeah, you're hired. Right, cool, cool. Yes! <laughs> and, it, and it has Sean Bean. Sean Bean who is, you know, cool, mm. no matter what he does. 
And the other actress, I don't remember her name, but I, I think I've seen her somewhere as well. Okay. So it's got a good cast. It's got a fantastic story. It's got a brilliant ending. It plays homage or homage or whatever you want to say to the game. It's good. You should watch it. Yeah. That's all I want to say. You've recommended it to me time and time again, so I really do need to check it out. Mm. Yeah, the chick that plays in it is called Radha Mitchell, but Ooh. I haven't Exotic. seen her or anything else, really. She plays in Surrogates. Oh, surrogates. <laughs> I haven't seen it. it yeah, it's... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I think to kind of wind this discussion down, so to speak, we should probably say what game we'd like to see as a film. Mass Effect, mm. Warcraft, mm -hmm. Bioshock, Half-Life 2. Yeah. Hmm... I'm trying to think what else. Assassin's Creed, I guess, even though I don't really like the franchise. Well, it is getting a film, isn't it? Assassin's Creed. Yeah, I mean, so is Mass Effect and Warcraft. And Half-Life. Maybe. Half-Life 2, yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. Half-Life or Portal. Hmm. Um, Portal would be a cool movie, I guess. Yeah. Maybe. The fan-made films are all genius so far. Mm. There's like three or four that I've seen. They're so good. Um, yeah, there was meant to be a Bioshock movie, but then they were like, uh, the budget for this is crazy high. We'll have to reduce the, the adult rating down to at least teenagers. Like, we can't do this film M because we'll lose too much cash. Yeah. And then Irrational Games were like, well, if this, this movie isn't M, it's not getting made because they'll screw over Bioshock. <laughs> and then they just didn't make oh, it. Good. Which I guess, good they put thank their foot you. down. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's the mistake, I, I, um... Many filmmakers have made, you know, just yeah. um, producing the harshness of their content to get a bigger audience. Yeah. That's why I commend uh, Dread a lot as well, because they went straight out with yeah. an 18M whatever rating, and mm. uh, not a single fuck was given that day. Nope. <laughs> Although I would still love to see a Bioshock movie. It would be... Could you imagine a Bio... Like... I'm not a huge fan of the series again. Mm. Infinite is quite good, I have to say. But a Bioshock movie? Damn, they'll be so good on so many levels. Yeah, yeah, I see where you're coming um, from. So that's a shame. But Mass Effect is being made, which is fucking awesome. Just don't screw it up. Mm. I think it should be based on the book more than the game. I agree, but... because there's too many options in the game. I mean, yeah. what I would like is just a separate story, a new story set in the universe. Yeah. Same with the. I, I would like a Fallout film, but not based on any of the storylines, just set in the universe. And, um, you know, yeah. we may be getting a Fallout 3 TV show. That'll be so, cool. We'll That'll be see. badass. Yeah. Well, yeah, a Mass Effect movie based on the first book, which I always forget, the one about Anderson. Yeah. Uh, Kai Lang's in that cool. one, isn't he? No, no, no. Which no, one's no. Kai Lang in then? Not sure. I haven't really read any apart from the first one. Uh, I haven't read any of them. I just, uh, I've just read oh, this right. on like a, a Wikipedia page or something. Think. I have too many books to read. I have like a whole stack of things to read. Man. <laughs> I just don't have time. But the first Mass Effect book was really good. I recommend that to you. Mm. You should read it. It's good. So they're making a Mass Effect movie, which I'm really excited for. Um, they're making a World of Warcraft movie, which is just thank you. It's taking too long. From the bottom of my heart. Better late than never. Thank you. 
Thank you. Let me kiss your feet and I don't know, hug your baby. Just thank you so much. Jesus. Ah, oh, Warcraft lore is so it's pretty good. Damn good. And Warcraft universe is just so perfect for a movie. Just thank you. Just thank you. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say. I'm really excited for it. Um, what else did we say? Half Life Two. Well, it's kind of hard to fuck up a Half Life Two movie. That is like a perfect storyline. Movie. I still haven't played past the fan boat bit, the first fan boat bit, so... Oh, you need to. Uh, I don't want story. to, though. But you should, it's really low though. down on the list of gaming priorities. At the top is Metal but Gear Solid. It's the most important game of the I decade. I don't care. But you should. <laughs> no. Yes. No. All right, well, fine. Fine. Maybe someday. You should, though. You really should. Mm. It's so good. Um, what else would you like to see a game based on? You mean a movie based on? Oh, my God. I'm doing it again. <laughs> am, I fi- am I fired again? I'll let you off this time. It's, you know, you <sighs> knew, <you>. so... <laughs> I'm still getting used to it. <laughs> um, There's quite a few that I wanted. Wait, let me just look at my Steam. Sorry, while you think of yours. Uh, I guess I would like to see... I mean, a Halo film's what we've been waiting for for a long time, but we're getting a TV series of that, so fine, fair enough. Yeah, um, Steven Spielberg. So. Yeah. Uh, hmm. A better it's Mortal hard. Kombat film. Have you seen the Mortal Kombat Rebirth, I think it's called, trailer? No, I haven't I haven't seen... Oh, that, that the like ten, really the long 10-minute one, one like... that's like really, really realistic and adult. No. Wait, how long is it's it? It's like how 10 minutes. Um, yeah, Jax, yeah, yeah, I saw Jax that. Jax is was... talking to Scorpion, and he's talking yeah, about Baraka yeah, yeah. and Reptile. So good. Yeah, I want that so to good. get made, and apparently it's being cast currently. Oh, please. That was the last rumor I heard, so fingers crossed. Okay, I got it now. I know what I want to say. Do you want me to say oh, it? Yeah, sorry, <laughs> sorry, I... I... I, I started daydreaming. I yeah. <laughs> um, go ahead. Go ahead. All right. Here's a list of movies that I would potentially like to see. Mm-hmm. Dishonored. I think that would be sick. Um, where'd you go? Borderlands, an animated movie, kind of like Code Hunters. Yeah, that would I be agree sick. With that. Uh, Dead Space. Well, that's already a movie. Maybe. Nah, actually, no. I wouldn't want to see a live-action movie. Deus Ex, Human Revolution, and apparently it is being made into a movie. Please, please, please. Deus Ex is so good. Um, Metro, either 2033 or Last Light. And I mean, they did have that live-action trailer for Last Light, and that was fantastic, so I don't see why not just make a movie out of it. It's really fit for a movie. Yeah. Um... Uh, what was the other one that I just had on my mind? There is a Warhammer 40,000 fan-made movie called Ultramarines. Yeah, Ultramarines. Mm-hmm. I don't know, have you seen it? It's animated. No, but a lot of people have told me it's really good. It's all... I, I watched like half of it, and then I think I fell asleep, so I, I, that's not the best selling I've done of a movie. But the animation quality was really good, and the movie was all right, I guess. Right. It kind of dragged on for a bit. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, and I had another one that was in my in my head just a second ago that would have made a really good movie. But Deus Ex definitely. Right. Have you pl- you've played Deus Ex Human Revolution? Not really. I played 
Ah, you five should, minutes you most. You should, man. Again, that game was again, good. not very high on a gaming priorities list. <laughs> but it's so good. No, but Metal Gear Solid 1, 2, 3, 4, soon to be 5. Deal sex, bro. No. Deal sex, bro. I don't bro. care, though. Bro, though. No, don't, don't bro me. <laughs> bro, though, faux show, no more. Seriously, deal sex. Maybe. What was the other one? What was the other one? Oh man, this is annoying me now. Um, Saints Row would make a funny movie. Yeah, but I couldn't really see it being a film. I don't know. I I could though. <laughs> oh man, think about it. Like um, a gang war, but just fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Come on. I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just like take any gang war. I don't war think it would do very movie. well in the box office, though. <sighs> no, probably not. We can only dream. Mm. It lives on in our minds <laughs> forever. Forever uh, and ever. Let's see. What was that movie? What was that game actually? My stomach just rumbled like an. Right, I heard that was like. <laughs> I was, I was hoping the microphone would pick it up, so I commented on it, just in case it did. <laughs> but, uh, that was no demon, that was just my stomach. <laughs> no, later. <laughs> um, recording right now. Um, no, nah, I can't remember. That's, yeah, okay. that's pretty much it. And you? Well, yeah, just, I guess, more, a better Mortal Kombat one, because the first two were... F the first one was fine. I'll say it was fine. Mm -hmm. It didn't explore the Scorpion Sub-Zero storyline, which is my favourite storyline of the Mortal Kombat universe, but fine. Uh, and the second one was just fucking terrible. It was basically, let's cram as many Mortal Kombat characters in as we possibly can. Which, <laughs> hats off to them. They did. They put in a lot. I remember at one part, Melina turns into a giant monster for some reason. <laughs> but yeah. I was always strangely attracted to Melina. I don't know why. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, Katana has a weird face. Melina has a weirder face. So, uh, Jade is just a uh, Sonya Blade for me, I'm afraid. Mm, fair enough. Combat time. <laughs> yeah, other than that, uh, Knights of the Old Republic, but that would have to be made into three films, I guess, because it's quite meaty mm, so yeah. like one based on Taris and Dantooine one based on um, Manan and Tatooine and then maybe the last one based on um, Korriban um, and I can't remember what the Rakatan home planet's called and the Starforge uh it, it was, like, unnamed mm. in the game, and then they gave it a name in one of the books, but I haven't read that one in ages. It was, it was in one of the yeah. Old Republic books, I think. But yeah, uh, I guess just more combat, Knights of the Republic, and maybe a Fallout one, and a Halo one, but of course, we're, we are definitely getting a Halo TV series and possibly a Fallout one, so that's pretty much solved. I'd also say Diablo and StarCraft. StarCraft, definitely. Yeah. Diablo, I haven't, I've pretty much seen nothing on Diablo at all. So I wouldn't mm. be able to comment, but StarCraft, yeah, I can see that as a film. 
I think the th- I mean there's a bunch of really high quality upcoming films right now. Mm. Mass Effect, Warcraft, uh Deus Ex. Um what else is there that you know of? You know of anything that's coming up soon? Um not from memory now. Mm. Uh I'm just trying to find it now, but based on the things that are coming up sometime soon I mean we'll have to wait and see uh how they do yeah but video game movies can be done right I mean that was proven let's see announced announced an upcoming need for speed uh resident evil yeah well fuck off <laughs> again uh, ang- eh? <laughs> angry yeah untitled sixth resident evil film <laughs> Jesus angry birds okay, why I don't know why that's a th- oh. because money mm. Money, money, money makes the world go round. Clash of Clans film coming soon. (laughs) Get hyped. (laughs) Assassin's Creed. Ratchet and Clank. Oh, yeah, Ratchet and Clank. That's actually pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Warcraft. Thank you. Tomb Raider, based on the reboot. All right, I'm okay with this. Um, Devil May Cry. Uncharted. Heavenly Sword. Deus Ex. Tekken. Splinter Cell. Mortal Kombat Resurrection. Oh, yeah, the Splinter Cell film with Tom Hardy. I forgot about that. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, can't wait yeah. for that. Mortal Kombat Resurrection, Street Fighter, and God of War. That's what Wikipedia has right now. Cool. Well, definitely looking forward to Warcraft, Splinter Cell, and MK Resurrection. I'm just looking forward to Deus Ex. And obviously Warcraft and uh, Mass Effect. Oh, yeah, Mass Effect, obviously, as well. But... Do, I, do I need I to they... say I'm looking forward to that? No. <laughs> no, but, you know, just to make sure. Yeah. I mean... As long as it's not over ball. And they can be done right. I mean, that was proven with Dead Space, Silent Hill, Doom, like you said. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't see... The less people are interested in making them, the less we'll see of them. The less we see of them, the more crappy ones we'll see. Because those will be the ones that, you know, people either have enough money to not really give a shit. Or um, things just end up getting wrong, Yeah, you know? Um, so I don't know it's a tricky thing I mean it goes both ways games based on movies are usually shit absolutely shit yeah like uh, movie licensed games are terrible and movie licensed no game licensed movies tend to to be tend to be the same but I'm definitely looking forward to the future because I think that as long as you get it done right, video game movies can be absolutely awesome because no other medium can tell a story the way a video game can. Yeah. Dread, I think, is the example um, video game films should follow. I mean, I know I talk about Dread a lot, but... Um, oh, it's fine. It's a great You movie. know, the fact that Dread was it. a very low budget for a film, it was $45 uh, million, and uh, mm. it was completely indie developed because they they didn't want hollywood digging their claws in and changing things they wanted to keep it true to the franchise so i think uh anyone wanting to make game films should follow their example and stay clear of hollywood even though hollywood might give them more money yeah no i i respect that a lot actually Mm. and i agree so uh i guess that's all there is to say yeah really I don't know, if you have any opinions on, on any other video game movies you've seen, you know, post them on our Facebook. Yeah. Um, if if you want to watch a good 
video game related movie than indie game the movie or um super columbine massacre rpg the movie i think that's what it's called it's a very interesting documentary um you should watch that you'd like it um and yeah i recommend silent hill charlie recommends doom yeah and i guess dead space if you don't mind gore loads and loads of gore i love gore so animated Yay. gore yeah then watch watch dead space Downpour, Downpour. Got I believe it. it's called. Not mm-hmm. the other one. <laughs> Aftermath. Not Aftermath. Yeah. No. Oh, God, no. I mean, you can if you want to, just for discussion's sake, but Jesus, it's bad. <laughs> right. I'll keep that in mind. <laughs> All right, so uh, do you want to give our discussion for next week, and then we can close up the show? Yeah. Uh, next week, we're going to be talking about ports, um, and ports of different games onto different systems, ETC. Uh, so, you know, more talk about how games work and stuff, rather than about games in general, I guess. Yeah, more of the businessy side. Yeah, we're going week, back there. Next week's discussion. Oh yeah, it's a dark place. I mean, it? I guess we kind of have alternating um, one about kind of social, actual game stuff, and then one about the business of it. If you think about it. Yeah. Talking about the business side of games always brings me down so much, mm. man. It's sad. It makes it's me happy that I don't actually have any desires to work in the development um, side of the game industry. <laughs> yeah, sometimes I look at myself and I'm like, why am I doing this? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> like, why does this? But yeah. yeah. So I guess that sums up the show for um, for this week. Mm. Definitely. Uh, Something to take home, I guess. What's your take-home message for for this week's episode? Don't do drugs. Don't do drugs. Um, Lady Liberty unless taught me. Unless you want to have me. a fucking good time, like in Hotline Miami, right? Lady Liberty taught me the winners don't use drugs. What is that? Blood Dragon. Oh, right. Oh, um, oh. I'm sorry. My God. I haven't gotten that far yet. It's at the start. Is it? Yes! When you meet Dr. Darling for the second time. Oh, yeah, I'm not even that far oh yet. Oh, my God! <laughs> you know when I said I'm right at the start? You're literally right I'm at right the start. I'm right at the start. Oh, my... Yeah, I'm like 30 minutes oh. in. I'm sorry. Oh, you. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, yeah, Charlie's message is don't do drugs. My message is unless you want to have a fucking good time like in Hotline Miami. That's it. There we go, then. That's your take home for the day. Tell your parents. <laughs> and we'll see you on... Uh, uh, is there any announcements we need to make? Uh, nah. Just we'll, nah. we'll see you next week, I guess. Oh, we should have iTunes fixed oh, yeah, very soon. And by fixed, I mean we will have a new podcast on iTunes. Same name, just you can... redone, re-uploaded. Right? Yeah. Uh, same podcast. All, right. all the all the episodes will be the same. Everything, except we've switched hosts. Uh, you can subscribe to it by iTunes right now. Actually, without us actually submitting it, if you is, go to our blogger, is uh, very and awkward. we'll post that in, on the Facebook page. I'm not sure what the actual address is, but if you look up two guys in the joystick in Google, I'm sure you'll find it. See you guys next week. Mm-hmm.